Mazda presents The Steve Dangle Podcast with your hosts, Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde. Well, uh, the Crosby stuff really sucked the fun out of the Caps Pen series, didn't it? Oh. Like, this series now is just like, ugh. This is exactly what I was dreading. When Nazem Kadri, to make it about the Leafs, because I'm obligated to, this is exactly what I was dreading when Nazem Kadri hit, uh, well, let's call it what it was, he kind of low-bridged Alex Ovechkin. And... When Ovechkin had the, ex- uh, what was it, the extended uh, knee? Hi- hyper-extended, hyper-extended knee. extended knee. And it didn't look good. No, but he didn't have a hyper-extended knee. People just assumed he did. No, but isn't it when it goes past straight, isn't if, that called okay, hyper-extending? If, and, and and to Poor the medical, medical professionals to the medical professionals listening, mm. back me up on this. If you have a hyperextended knee, you're not coming back ten minutes later. Okay, messed up knee. You could be messed up. You could twist it. You could you could. Kadri hit him, and his knee went into a messed up position. Sure, in my m- medical expertise, and I was just like, oh my god, because there the series was so close. Like imagine the Caps. Play all those games. I forget what game that happened in. They play all those games, mm-hmm. and they don't have Ovechkin, and the Leafs beat them. Doesn't that take some of the takes the wind out of the sails there? Fuck them. Yeah, well, Leafs win. Yeah, well, <laughs> Jesse does not. A lot of no people guilt. would be like, "Fuck them, Leafs win," <laughs> because that's just what hockey is. Yes, and sometimes I know. We won, so sad. I know, but people would be like, "But I'd send them flowers." You but. had to take out Ovechkin to do it. True, you're right. I, I'm being belligerent. No, I, no, yeah. I know, I know. But now imagine, Caps come back not not just win the series, but they come back from a three one series deficit. I don't know, man. Uh, it's so funny. It's not funny, but it's interesting to see the fallout from this because, like, even you know, breakfast television. When we do that show, it is top line news. It's what happening, what's happening in every sector. So the things that are top line news are what makes it. But you don't go really kind of deep into things like we do here. Mm. And most of the time, even when the Leafs are winning, it's not necessarily. The top story of the day. Yeah. Crosby's concussion was one of those top stories today. Man. Like that was, it was, it was top yesterday Sorry, before Crosby's the hit. Crosby's smashing into the boards. Right. Right. He didn't have a concussion. No. No. I mean, uh. Is it fair to say, is it, is it fair to not have, to not want to have an opinion on this? Like my, everybody's mm, taking sides. Yeah. Is it okay to not, to just go, I'm going to step back? And go, I don't know. I Because I don't know. Oh, like what happened to him? Well, yeah. I don't know. Here's, here's what I know. A concussion is when your brain hits your skull. What happens or what, what would cause that to happen? Like vicious momentum and your head slamming into something. Blood force trauma. And I just watched that play and I'm not saying that's what happened, but I go, oh, that looks... I mean, when you see that play and then they freeze it, they Ron Howard... So, that's me. Bet you're wondering how I got into this position. What do you think the next part of that clip is? He has a concussion. Like, that's what I would assume. But he got up and stayed in the game. I don't know, dude. And it was said, they were tweeting about, I think it was at the second intermission, they were saying he was going to be out for the second period. Or first intermission, he was going to be out for the second period. And then all of a sudden, he's on the ice. And um, I, the reason I don't, I don't want to have an opinion on this is because Mm. there's two things I don't want to believe. Okay. Number one, I don't want to believe that Sidney Crosby could be 
and and forgive me for for my innocence on this one. I don't want to. I don't want to think that he would be that negligent with his health. I don't. Mm. I, I, He's a hockey player. I get it. Yeah. Like, I get it. But I don't want to think that. Yeah. Okay. This is what, and we'll get to the concussion spotters. This is this is why we have them. Professional athletes are maniacs. They're lunatics. They will play with the. How many players, admittedly, play with broken bones? Eric Carlson is currently playing with a broken foot. Alex Steen blocks shots with a broken leg. Doesn't Joe Thornton have a hernia or something like that? He played with like a a torn ACL, MCL, something like that. He blew his knee. I didn't know you could walk with that. You, unless a doctor tells them not to, they're going to play. And if they pull themselves out, if they have the audacity to be like, you know what? I'm not feeling right. People go, oh, they're soft. James Reimer. For example, you know, oh, he cannot and will not play hurt. Well, maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe Thornton shouldn't. Maybe Steen shouldn't. Maybe. And that's that's the changing of generations because in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, that's just what you did because you're a man. Just, well, okay, but, Tyler Johnson had that magical run when the Lightning made it to the Stanley Cup Final 24? 14. Or 15? 14. Doesn't matter. Well, one of those seasons where they made it all the way to the Stanley Cup Final had that magical run, was useless in the Stanley Cup Final because he had a, I think it was a broken wrist. You know what's important in hockey? Shooting the puck. <laughs> and I passing noticed the that. puck. Are you sure? Yeah, and stick handling. Like, you can't tell me. Like, are, okay, who was the backup center that the Lightning had? Is he better than Tyler Johnson? No. Is he better than Tyler Johnson with a broken wrist? I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe a little. You know? Would it have been more responsible? Would the Lightning have potentially won a Stanley Cup if that guy didn't play with a broken wrist? We only hear about the heroic ones on the winning team. Yeah. Bob Bond scoring a goal with his leg frozen and broken. It was one of the most magical moments in Leafs history, and it was stupid. <laughs> it was so stupid. And it was the 60s. It was 1960. Yeah, and, and those three or four. And you have to remember in that four. generation that they had 20 years before just finished World War II and the Korean War. So they yeah. it's Smoke like, oh, this cigarette. It'll take the pain it, right away. Broken leg? Oh, that's tough. I got shot once. Like, And that was a regular thing. Mm-hmm. So I can understand in that era why people acted that way and were that way yeah. but with the with the medical research we have now and the long-term studies that have been done i do find it i do even even now i don't want to believe after Sidney crosby missed what was it 2012 he missed like 50 games or something i think the hit was in 2011 he missed so much time he knows he knows all of the, the bad things that could happen. I don't want to believe he was that negligent, and I also don't want to believe that the NHL are being negligent with their concussion spotters. Now, they did release a statement as to why they didn't pull him out of the game. I don't want to believe yeah. the NHL... Listen, you can argue, and rightly so, I think there's a fair argument to be made that the NHL of old maybe didn't take these things as seriously. But now, with a potential class action lawsuit in, in going into the courts, you would think... Woo, we better watch our butts, right? Can you read the moronic thing they sent out, though? Okay, let me let me pull it up here. Yeah. And I also think I interrupted you. You're like, first thing of two. Well, that was the and- second thing. It was the Crosby oh, okay. and the NHL. First thing two. First thing of two, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Guess what? Here's the story. All right, so here's what, this is what Greg Wyshynski actually tweeted. So I'm going to read the statement verbatim. Cool? Mm. 
The National Hockey League announced today that the implementation of a number of new policies and procedures to enhance the NHL NHLPA concussion protocol. They announced these today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's these were not announced today, but this is what sorry Greg is highlighting a specific statement. Okay. This is when the protocols were actually announced. So I mean, this is the, we should read the USA. Yeah, do you yeah, have it? Yeah. I have okay, that too. Good, good, good. I have that too. Uh, players who require evaluation under the NHL NHLPA concussion protocol uh, will be there's a new staff central of uh, central league spotters uh, will monitor all games from the player safety room in New York and will be authorized to require a player's removal from play for evaluation for concussion if the player exhibits certain visible signs under the protocol following a direct or indirect blow to the head now what Greg said was we're going to need some clarification on look for head contact Jesse since you have it open, sure. USA Today, uh, what did they actually say so, regarding Bill, Crosby? Bill Daly, uh, Deputy Commissioner, said, Depending on the mechanism of injury, slow to get up does not trigger mandatory removal. The protocol has to be interpreted literally to mandate a removal. Ice, as compared to boards, is in there for a reason. It's the result of a study on our actual experiences over a number of years. Ice has been found to be a predictor of concussions. Boards has not been. I would love to see that research. I, there you go. I, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's simply no way. There's simply no way. I'm a facts guy. I'm a science guy. If there's facts and science behind that, I would love to see it. Hitting your head off the boards, not as bad as hitting your head off the ice. When McSorley hit Brashear in the head with a stick, was it a fiberglass stick? Carbon fiber stick? It was a stick. Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I mean, somewhat, and then his head material? bounced off the ice. Yeah, there was ice uh, involved. Yeah. Okay. The stick merely threw him off balance. <sighs> see, th- the it reason. It was the ice, you see. I just, I don't want to believe. We're going to be robbed of the greatest player of all time. I don't want to believe that 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 two parties here are being this negligent. Oh. I just don't want to believe it. Like, and I, and I know that I, I know I might have to. But isn't that like? Think about that. Yeah. Think about Crosby the gravity doing, of that. You know what? It's his body. It's his brain. It's his career. It's his life. Um, he can do with it whatever he wants. He's just doing his job. There are mechanisms in place. There are things in place to prevent him from from himself, to save him from himself. Uh, hey, maybe he comes out in Game 7, and him and Ovechkin have dueling hat tricks again, and Crosby scores his fourth of the game in overtime, wins the series. Mm-hmm. No, I hope they lose so he gets to go home and sit in the dark and let his head recover. What if he doesn't need to do that? We're not doctors. We don't know. Okay. We don't know. Okay. okay. Um, the CEO of the Concussion Legacy Foundation responded to Bill Daly's uh, statement and said, and I agree, <laughs> is what he said, right? <laughs> right? It must be it. He said, uh, it's a poorly written statement that should be amended before the puck is even dropped in another NHL game. Any head contact is a possible mechanism of injury. I can't believe I have to say that in 2017. My uh, my friend Derek and I were tubing once, and it was like behind a boat, and it was at my cottage. And Derek's had multiple concussions from snowboarding, <laughs> and he would he would admit that one of the last concussions he had was from a choppy lake, and our two tubes 
came together and he hit the side of his head off the top of mine. Continued I, tubing. I can't believe I've never done that with him, by the way. It's a, it's a, well, it's, you know why we, we haven't? Cause I usually fall off and he stays. Right, much. right. So yeah. because we're both, we, we're both like, I, you will pry this tube from my cold dead fingers yes. when we're on, we're on the tubes. Yeah. It happened. And it's funny cause he went home. He seemed, he seemed okay. Yep. And then the next day, his parents were like, yeah, we got to take him to the doctor. And he was out the rest of the week, I think, with a concussion. And, you know, it's, it is, it is. I think it is very uh, irresponsible to make the claim that your research doesn't support a yeah. fiberglass board that's at least, what, two inches thick, supported by metal beams, th- riveted to the floor. Riveted to the to a concrete floor. Well, did Crosby even hit the glass? Did he hit the? He hit the bottom part? of the board. He hit the, the, the yellow wood. part. I thought. Yeah. yeah, the yellow part's. Oh, that's still fiberglass. I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah, but it's thick. It's not worse. Bad. Oh no no like like I mean there's given those boards, but it's not given for a head. Help me. Do you guys remember this? Okay, so during Crosby's recovery, the first time, first really really bad time. Which, by the way. Was a questionable hit to head, uh, the head against the Washington Capitals, followed a few games later by crashing into the end boards. Sound familiar? It should. Um, he suffered a setback in his recovery because it wasn't just a concussion issue, it was a neck, inj- uh, neck issue. Am I remembering Crosby or am I remembering Reimer? I don't remember. Or is it both? Might be both, because Reimer did have a neck injury. I think it was Crosby as well. When I watch the replay, because again, I'm watching it again to see how hard his head slams in. I'm like, holy shit, his neck! Mm-hmm. How did he break his neck? He's lucky. And what about his knee? Oh, his I didn't knee. even see his knee. No, it was his knee from the original Niskanen play. Oh, yeah. Oh, I Has even... that even recovered, or is he just mm-hmm. playing that as well? I don't know. This f- <laughs> poor guy. The Capitals are putting a beating on him this series, man. Yeah. So, we... Uh, we're going to be robbed of the greatest player of all time. And I say of all time because, I mean, Wayne Gretzky and Bobby Orr were magical and everything, but they were magical 30 years ago, mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Like Sidney Crosby is the $6 million man, whatever. He is new technology. He is mm-hmm. new everything. If you magically plunk him in a time machine into the 80s, first yeah. of all, someone would, you know— chop him in the hands with a wooden stick and he would be done after a game. But uh, he would he would demolish the league. He's the best hockey player of all time. If he's the best hockey player today, he's the best hockey player of all time and we're about to be robbed of him. That's my fear. I like that argument in basketball too because if you plunk like Corey Joseph in the 1970s, he'll score 100 points a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, sports aren't the same anymore just with technology. If well, you, they used to wear Converse shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they used to wear Converse high tops as the, yeah. those were basketball shoes. Yeah. Those were terrible for you. You shouldn't, I'm wearing them now. I shouldn't be wearing them. You ever, bad just, for you. you ever just. Except for the new insoles, which are amazing. You ever just stare at LeBron James a little too long? Yeah. And just go, oh my God. I'm the same as him. We're the same. Species. How? But we're not the same. It's like Shaq yeah. and Danny DeVito. One of us is like, hi guys, I have a blog. Shaq and Danny DeVito? No, no, it's an actual theory. Have it you is. ever heard yeah, of this? Yeah, you bring it up all oh, the time. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. But it's true. You got I, this guy. I, I, weeks. I haven't been here for every show that we've done. I can't remember that. Like every three weeks, we go through this. You guys. No, it's like Jesse's the only one in the show that actually remembers. Here having deja vu. What was the question you asked us recently about ten? Uh, I think it was ten million dollars in five years. Oh, I. <laughs> I said if they give you if you had quit all your jobs and your only job was to make it into the NHL and you gave you got ten million dollars in access to every top doctor and and coach in the world, could you make the NHL in five years? No, you could not make the nobody in this room. I could. <laughs> you might have the physique, like you might be tall enough. There's no way. There's no way. First off, we're almost thirty. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no way. My neck hurts. At this very yeah. moment. <laughs> no, wait. The other thing You're is... sitting in a chair recording. <laughs> there are things you I'm learn... I'm uncomfortable now in this setting. <laughs> there are things you learn when you're five and ways you learn when you're five that you can't learn when you're 15, that you can't learn when you're 25. It's just the way your brain develops. So you, they're just your hand-eye would never be there. Your speed would never be yeah. there. Your muscle wouldn't develop in the right way. I mean, you, your muscles develop. When you hear about how Connor McDavid like made the NHL like started skating at like I don't know six months and you know he's been going to you know he grew up in money and he went to all the best hockey schools and best skating schools those stories I'm like yeah that makes sense it makes sense that he was amazing and Gretzky I think learned to skate when he was like two and a half three years old I'm like yeah that makes sense when I hear something and I bring him up again because he's the first one that comes to mind James Reimer didn't take up organized hockey until he was 12 (laughs) what how is that possible? Isn't it uh, Joe Mullen, who was like a who was one of the top American scorers ever, uh, yeah. played for the Penguins, and that's why you haven't heard of him because he was behind Mario and y- Yager. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he, yeah. he didn't start playing till he was thirteen or fourteen. That's incredible, and was for a while the top American scorer ever. There was wow. a guy I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember his name, but I covered him when I wrote for Junior Hockey Magazine. He played in the WHL. He didn't play ice hockey. Ice hockey until he was 14. He just played roller hockey. Just he made it to the highest level of junior hockey that you can play in with two years experience. Yeah. How the hell do you do that? You're just a freak, man. You're a freak. That's unbelievable. That's unbelievable to me. And which is this related to the Crosby discussion? Not know. really. No. But it's okay. Um, <sighs> it was a fun tangent. It was. <laughs> <laughs> So Steve, here's, if, if we took you from the time you were 14 and we're just like, okay, now be LeBron. We just threw time and resources at you until, no, it wouldn't work. Stebron. It wouldn't work. Yes, Stebron. <laughs> Dangle James. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. I wouldn't, well Rougeau. Rougeau. <laughs> I wouldn't even be Rafael Arujo. I wouldn't even be Rafael Arujo. No. No. You have to remember, Rafael Arujo is a great basketball player, uh-huh. just not in the NBA. He's still one of the top players to ever play basketball ever top one percent ever yeah. in human history yeah i am um, ryan Holtz as is Col- cold nor in hockey yeah, well i so i remember uh one of the first press passes i ever got it was for the marlies and the leafs had sent ryan holwig down to the marlies by then and he had a really good offensive game it was like two goals and an assist and i was like holy smokes ryan holwig <laughs> and i was like so uh, what was behind that offensive breakout or whatever i was like 20 and he's like, well, I mean, I know how to score. I, I scored a lot in junior. I looked at his stats and went, oh, my God, he did. <laughs> what? What's the gap? What's the gap? Wade Belak was like a fifth overall pick. Uh, or 12th. Seven, 12th. 12th and whatever. he was a huge score. Huge score in junior. Yep. Tom Sestito had a 40-goal season in yeah. the OHL. 
Again, the highest. And now he has to be Tom Sestito. And now he's Tom Sestito. Like, um, what? Here's okay. Back to the Crosby thing for yes. a second. Sorry. The thing that bothers me the most about all this is the interviews after the game. Mike Sullivan says Crosby didn't do concussion protocol. Crosby says he did. Well, Crosby Line said he did stories. testing. Line your stories up. Guys. He said he did some testing. He didn't necessarily say what kind. He said he got the wind knocked out of him, which, I mean, again, I'm not a doctor, but I'm like, I don't, I've had the wind knocked out of me before. It wasn't when I hit my head. I don't know. Let me. Give I you, mean, he hit more than his head. I'll give him that. Here's the unpopular opinion. We don't know. Everybody's making these assumptions. Anybody that tells you that they know 100% for sure that Crosby got a concussion last night, we know he got one earlier in the series. We know that makes him very much more susceptible now. We know that. But we do not know 100% that he got a concussion last night. And I think that is an important distinction to make. There's a lot of people on their soapboxes this morning Mm. and this afternoon, whenever you listen to this, or this evening, who are on Twitter and telling you, well, this and this and this and this. I am sorry. They don't know that for sure. And you can't can't just make that assumption that he did get a concussion. You can't. can't, I mean, is it a fair fair estimation? Sure. But you can't. Pass judgment unless you know for sure, and nobody does. And he nobody took a does. second to get up. I mean, there's a difference between taking a second to get up and like Sammy Kapanen in 2004. Oh or yeah, or like Ron Francis getting decked by Scott Stevens or Paul Correa. I, I just saw it, being flat on his back. I saw a tweet last night that really bothered me, and it was somebody making this assumption. We can make a podcast. <laughs> Tweets that bother me. <laughs> you should we should let Twitter bother you. This bothered me, and it wasn't at me. It was just somebody said, I have post-concussion syndrome, and I have these effects, and Crosby will too. No. No. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. There's lots of people. Again, same friend. Five concussions, I think. Yeah. My friend Derek. No post-concussion syndrome. <laughs> we know of. <laughs> well, yeah. But, I mean, there are, there are, I mean, there are very severe factors, and this guy was probably mentioning those the ones that you know we've we've heard over and over and over again you don't know that well he, stop he, making that assumption that yeah. bothers adam me. do you have an arm yes i broke my arm once and because i broke my arm and you also have an arm that means you're gonna break your arm in the same way in the exact same and my way. body's gonna react the exact same way as yours did because yeah, we both have arms even though true the person who tweeted that at you, their statement They didn't is not, tweet it at me. It was tweeted. Okay, well, they tweeted it. Even though they tweeted it uh, and the statement wasn't necessarily true, I think it comes from a place of concern and anxiety. They don't want him to go through what they went through. They probably Fair. went through misery. Yes, and I don't doubt that, and I don't want to take that away. I'm not trying to diminish that message, but I also I want to keep everybody a little bit in check here. Because there are some people, especially on hockey Twitter, who are going off a little too far off the deep end with without the facts, without the actual well, information. That's and the then, world. you know, it's one thing to be, it's one thing to do hypothetical trades. That's fine, whatever. Oh, this person might expe- get get picked up in the expansion draft. Whatever. No one gets hurt. Like that's no that, one gets hurt. That used to really bother me, and I'm like, what? Who does this actually affect? No one. Shit. <laughs> that's why we do hypotheticals because they're fun. Yeah. yeah. But this is not fun. Kovalchuk for captain, would you do it? <laughs> what was the I one? think that should be the next 20 minutes. <laughs> somebody was speculating. Was what? It, somebody was speculating that there are NFL. Is it either, Tell me why I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. There, there was either an NFL or an NHL G. No, NFL or NBA GM. 
who apparently there was like an unnamed source that said that there are NBA or NFL GMs that go on the boards and go, I'm random user. <laughs> what do you think of this trade to test their fan bases? No way. Wow. Yes. Cool. And it I was, love that. I yeah. think it was uh, third periods. Well, platinum seat goes third period suits uh, and, and Jeff uh, Vayette. And a few other people talking about it. And and they said, you know, I could see, I could see an NHL GM doing this. And I tweeted back at them and said, listen, I could see it, but I would be more surprised that any of the NHL GMs, given their age, would even know what Reddit is <laughs> and how conservative true. this sport is, right? Like yeah. NBA GMs, NFL GMs tend to be a little bit younger. How do you do, fellow HF board users? <laughs> I would like to know the rules. This is from Bim Jennings. <laughs> Stave... Dotus Dungle. <laughs> uh, so I I don't know. I thought that was like Stefan Line. <laughs> Sorry. With some of the trades that are proposed on the hockey on the hockey boards, I hope that they stay off those boards because they're scary. There was one I saw last week with it had Tenev coming to the Leafs, Van Riemsdyk to the Hawks, and literally every pick and prospect ever going to Vancouver somehow. Well, and, and it was clearly by a Vancouver fan who wants all the picks and prospects, which I get. I see ah. I see those sorts of proposals often and I'm like, when was the last time you saw a three-way trade? <laughs> like, True. All you need to do is stop and think to myself, hmm, hmm oh, like Never. the 90s? <laughs> like, yeah. Why would that happen? Why would that? I hope it does. By the way, Chicago to afford Van Riemsdyk would have to, I think, clear at least $3 million from their cap. So that's trading their entire third well, or fourth line. I, I, <laughs> saw, I saw what you're talking about. and it, The cost was like, what did the Leafs get? Chris Tanev? Tanev. And that was it. Yeah. And the it was cost like a, was like first a, to three seconds. First, <laughs> Brandon Leipzig, Connor Carrick. I'm like, are you on drugs? Are you on drugs? It was Connor Carrick. That's right. <laughs> and Chicago has to be allowed to play with 12 guys yes, on their entire run. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. to fit their Zelly gap. Yeah, Duncan Keith. Stan Bowman has to play right yeah. wing. Fourth Duncan line. Keith wins the Selkie next year. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's Corey Crawford and Nett. And hopefully he doesn't get hurt. <laughs> I'm pretty no sure backup. next up is Patrick Kane. Yep. I'm pretty sure that's Chicago's plan anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. pretty sure it's Montreal's plan. Well, every, every year, like I mean, they basically have to sign a goalie for minimum, and hopefully he's Scott Darling. <laughs> like man, who is now a Carolina Hurricane? Good pickup by Carolina. I think Good so. That contract is something. There's always a leap of faith. A certain leap of faith you take when you take a really good backup and you pay them like a starter. Teams often get bid. Mm-hmm. Well, look at Dallas. Perfect example. Dallas they have is two backups example. they're playing, paying like starters. The Leafs for a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think there's something I wanted to talk about with uh, contracts before we talk about uh, Zaitsev and John Tavares and a few other contract things that have come up. We also want to mm-hmm. talk about the Preds, too. I know there's a lot of Preds fans going, you're not talking about us enough. Trust me, we will. And the Oilers winning 7-1. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Touchdown. But um, I just want to bring this up quickly and we'll get to those. Um, every contract, every contract is going to have people that support it and people who don't. Yes. And what's hilarious to me is every time a contract is signed, it's there. There is either one side or the other side. Zaitsev is a perfect example. Okay, it's a disaster, and, or it's fantastic, or sometimes it's just a compromise. Sometimes it's just you met in the middle, and I don't think anybody enough is given to that perspective. I don't. Do I think Zaitsev's contract was? 
a steal and amazing. No, but I also don't think that ripping off Zaitsev for the next seven years is a great thing because he's going to resent the city. He's going to resent the organization. That's what happens, right? It's what happens to you if you're underpaid. Does Kucherov get as grumpy in the media if he's making more than four million bucks? No. Especially given what Alex Kalorn's making. Yeah, the, yeah, which is only slightly less than him. Like, what if uh, what if Kucherov was paid like Tarasenko, which he probably should be? It's probably good, right? Probably not nearly as grumpy. So, I think yeah. So you have to take that into account because if you rip a guy off, let's say you straight up rip a guy off, do you think that guy's not going to be pissed off? He's going to be pissed off. I'm trying to think of contracts in the league of guys who are obviously getting ripped off. Hey. JVR. You know, you know what I saw? Well, uh, I don't know about ripped off, but he's not making as much as he could. Yeah, all right, maybe. Like, he's, that guy, JVR could be. He's still handsomely if, paid, If though. Kyle Ocposo is a $7 million player. Right. Okay, that's fair enough. You know what I saw recently? Um, I, I saw someone say, Dallas should do whatever they can do. They should do whatever it takes to get anti-Ranta out of the... New York, out of the Rangers. Hmm. And I looked at his numbers and I went, yeah, yeah, Dallas should. And then I looked at his contract. For the next two years, he's going to make a million dollars. Yeah, New York's not trading that. New York would be on drugs <laughs> to trade anti-Ranta. Unless you're getting something amazing back. Like, yeah, are you go- getting- a goalie like anti-Ranta. Like, or, yeah, because that's your future goalie because Henrik Lundqvist is old. Do you think he'd ever sit out to try and get a new contract? Because it happens all the time in the NFL where a player's unhappy with the contract, so they just don't play if until they get a new deal. Well, they, there is precedence for that. Yashin did it. Okay. And that he was went, a long time ago. He, it was a long time ago, but they he came back and the NHL said, well, you still owe the Senators. Mm. So he had to play another year in Ottawa. And then they traded him. I'm trying to remember that. Yeah, yeah, you're I right. I mean, like, he, that was a long he played time a great ago. year in Ottawa. But he got stripped of the captaincy. Fans Everybody hated, hated him. him. Yeah. He was killer, but he was. It was still. It's the the thing. I think the difference with the NFL is that um, first off, that doesn't happen as much anymore. The second thing is those contracts aren't guaranteed. Mostly, right? Yeah, there's so only like teams, half the money. I mean, the ratio of team screwing players is huge. To players screwing the teams, yeah. Like you the NFL I mean? straight up screws guys, like. Oh, I'm sorry. You got injured? Yeah, sorry. Oh, we're small, that's terrible. We're a small market club. We have to let you go. Yeah, well, goodbye. Hey there, old crunchy leg. How about you go home? Yeah, well. Hey there, crunchy leg. Crunchy. Has anybody ever called anyone crunchy leg? I don't know. That that, that kind of grossed me out. I'm not going to hey lie. There, old crunchy hey leg. there, Rice Krispies leg there, snap wow. crackle popping. How about you snap crackle? I'm uncomfortable with off this. The bench. I'm, this is making me uncomfortable. It's Wow. Oh. So Crosby. You, you know what should make you more <laughs> uncomfortable? Taking it, millions of dollars away from an injured person. <laughs> you know? Hey, Steve, it's not business. I mean, it's not personal, it's business. All right. Um, Sorry, yeah, so anyway, let's, let's, let's go to Edmonton. Let's talk about our fine, fair Edmonton friends. Holy shit. Where did that come from? That's a good question. I I don't know. I, I know mean, that was great. It's all small sample size, very teeny tiny small sample size, but... I watched that game, and I'm just like, okay, one, Edmonton could win the cup. <laughs> yeah. Two. Oh, yeah. The Ducks suck. Mm-hmm. What? How did they win three games this series? Here's the, the, here's the thing. What I saw there was the future of both franchises. Yeah? And the Ducks could just as easily win the series and the cup. For sure. <laughs> here's the thing. The Ducks have great defense, 
But they've got Getzlaff, who's still dominant, Perry, who sure didn't play like it this year, and Ryan Kessler, who's still Ryan Kessler, but how long? He looked like he wanted to murder somebody. They have defense in two lines. Because their third and fourth lines aren't doing it. Well, Randy doesn't play this. Yeah, he doesn't care. They still got like Cogliano. But they're not playing. I had a really (laughs) funny funny conversation with uh, Mrs. Dangle while watching that game because we were watching that game together. And uh, so they take out Gibson and they put Bernier in. Mm -hmm. And I start telling her about the whole second round pick thing and how, you know, what if the Ducks make it to the Stanley Cup final and they decide to play Bernier. That'd be great. Yeah, well, and I'm explaining this whole thing to her, and she's like, yeah, but all the Ducks have to do is just not play Bernier. And I'm like, Carlisle's her coach. She's like, yeah, but why would he do that? I'm like, because Carlisle's her coach. He did it with Peter Holland. All the Leafs owed the Ducks was the third. It was a conditional pick. It was in the and, and the he was condition, playing Jared Smithson all the time anyway. Yeah, and the 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 condition was very clear. If Holland plays over X amount of games, it's a second, not a third. So Carlisle proceeded to play him like five minutes a game for over a dozen games. Scratch him, <laughs> you melon! What are you doing? And why? How doesn't Dave Nona say something? Yamelin's a player for the for the Yamelin. Uh, Adams, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Scratch him! What are you doing? And then here you go, here you go. Just, oh, just yeah. hand it over. It's great. Oh my god! I'm cheering for the Ducks for the pick, but I'm cheering for Edmonton for the fans. Well, I want, I want. I mean, I still, I know they've been insufferable on Twitter. I get it. Twitter's an insufferable place. Period. Now, but. I I do because I I feel so much kindred spirit with them with Edmonton. Like if you're a Leafs or an Oilers fan, you're the same right now. Except no. Yeah, I've always felt accepted with open arms by the Oilers fan base. <laughs> Didn't you write a yeah? You wrote a trade tree. Oh, no, the Chris Pronger trade tree. Chris Pronger. Well, and so many people were like, "Why would you write this? It's a painful memory." I'm like, "Well, if you read the thing, I note that the Oilers actually didn't do so bad." In a trade where everyone says they did really bad, I'm like, no, they didn't. You big bunch of jerks. Gee, and then the next day, I woke up the next morning after uh, the Ducks came back, and I was like, who choked worse? Uh, the 2013 Leafs or the 2017 Oilers in Game 5? And let me tell you, I have <laughs> never giggled more writing something. Because people are like, oh, you're going to get flamed. I'm like, I would have got flamed if I wrote an article called Why the Oilers are the Best. Yeah, so we don't need your <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Might be the most red thing I've ever done. I'm not proud of it, but I don't give a shit. Wow, that is an obscene gesture, friend. Well, how often can you just have someone be a dick to you? Yeah, constantly. <laughs> like, okay, I'm thinking. Okay, who do I want to win the cup? All right, well, these fans are kind of mean to me, so they're out. Preds, man. Preds. Ducks, no, you're you're out. Preds. God, Subban winning. Yeah. But, oh, they just have some revolting people in that organization. But Subban winning, oh, it'd just be so good. Who's the revolting? Yeah. Oh, the what whole, don't you like about the, the Preds? Re- the Ribeiro thing. Some of the shit Mike Fisher said and whatever. Um, now, who, who else do we have left? <laughs> I haven't paid much attention. Uh, I have no all that happened. The Sens? There's some guys you can cheer for on the Sens, but there's no way I'm ever going to cheer for them. Rangers? Maybe. Um, Pens? Yes. Well, yeah, but they won last year. Well, so what? So, yeah. Well, and now they're like, they're, they're the reigning champions and an underdog. Hmm. 
mm-hmm. almost because of all the injuries they've incurred. And then the Caps, who are this team I could get behind. And after the series, I'm like, I don't know. You're not the cute, cuddly thing I thought you were <laughs> anymore. <laughs> so now we're down to P.K. Subban alone <laughs> and the Rangers maybe. No, I can't cheer for the no, Rangers. No, for some, why can't I cheer for the Rangers? By the way, I don't. You know what is it about them it that, that you, I can't get behind? You had a theory about Alexander Ovechkin years ago about why people don't like him, and you said the same thing about Dion Phaneuf. It You called it the punchable face theory. No, no, it wasn't Ovechkin. It was Crosby. It was Crosby. It's just his face. It's like some people. Like, I gotta like your face. Sometimes like you're your like face. with the Rangers. Like I, sometimes I just don't like your face. I don't like it. And also, the Leafs get blown out every time they walk into New York, and I don't like that either. <laughs> so I'm a little upset about it. So I'm cheering for, I'm like, there's no team I even want to win the Cup. It's just P.K. Subban. Um, and Ryan Ellis. I, holy I am definitely cheering for the Preds. By the way, Jesse and I are four wins away from the Stanley Cup Finals. I Yeah, what the four hell? Four wins away from the Stanley and Cup Finals. And what do I do? Just sit here like a lemon? Yep. Like, like we like did Colorado? last year when you went to Pittsburgh. Uh, no, it was, I mean, listen, man, I don't begrudge you that, but we have a, a listener who kindly offered in October to buy us tickets to the Predators uh, Predator Stanley Cup game. Mm-hmm. One of them. So uh, um, that, that'll also happen. buys our plane ticket. <laughs> That'd be nice. That, that's going to be expensive. Uh, well, see, when I went to Pittsburgh, I had to pay mm. for the plane ticket. So. We're, I'm, not, I'm, we're not you. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm paying for the plane ticket. I'm paying for the Tickets. and the hotel slash Airbnb, whatever it is. I'm doing that. I, um, I could not ask for more than that. That's obnoxious. One thing I forgot to bring up about the Washington series: if Washington beats the Caps, St. Louis gets a second round pick. Washington beats the Caps. You should work uh, for ESPN. Washington beats for the Penguins. No, Washington. <laughs> Washington does beat the Caps every year. Actually, That's they're true. a self defeating team. Um, well, <laughs> well, ask their fans. Uh, no, sorry, there's a second round pick on the line in the series. Why is that? Um, for the Shattenkirk trade. St. Louis oh. gets a second round pick if at Washington advances to the Eastern Conference Finals. Full props, uh, f- full kudos to the, the St. Louis the Blues. The Blues won well. the deadline. Yeah. They made it to game six of the second round after giving up the biggest fish available. They it's win. incredible. They win. Tampa's second, but it's, they win. It's possible Kevin Shattenkirk only makes it one game further than the Blues did. That's incredible, considering everything the Blues And I'm sure got. he'll manage his temper wisely. Oh, yeah. Should that be the case? Boy. Just, just dumping. He's playing third pair, man. He he is. It, he, it's almost like he's in a police chase, and he's just throwing money and evidence out the window. <laughs> it's a little scary. I don't know. I mean, he's not all. He's not all that bad. There was a great clip I saw. It was really funny. It didn't lead to an Ovechkin goal, but there was a a pass to the Ovechkin spot, and Ovechkin got it because that's what Alex Ovechkin does, and Shattenkirk's behind it. He's right behind Ovechkin because he's like, all right, this pass is coming to me. (laughs) You're in the Ovechkin spot. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Alex Ovechkin's standing there. That's his thing. It used to be the Shattenkirk spot. Get out of there. No, not anymore. Beat it. (laughs) That's Alex Ovechkin. (laughs) One thing to link the two series, it's interesting how um, the line changes cause the teams to kind of play better because... Um, Ovechkin moved down to the third line, and then uh, Burkowski moved up to the first line. Right. And then he scored two goals and had an assist in Game 6. Burkowski or Ovechkin? Burkowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the Edmonton series, uh, Dreisaitl moves down to the second line, and he's no longer the guy with McDavid, gets a hat trick. 
It makes perfect so it's kinda, sense. It's kind of weird with the storyline. More pucks. Well, yeah. it's it's why it's why the Leafs were so difficult for the Caps to handle because it was just a really nice and balanced attack. Yeah. That's why playing like a Nylander, Marner, Matthews line together doesn't make sense. There's not enough puck to go around. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what uh, what were you going to bring up about uh, the Oilers, Jesse, with regards to Leon Dreisaitl and Connor oh. McDavid? Watching the game, I just got flashbacks in my head, and I was like, is that Messier and Gretzky out there? <laughs> Apparently this has been floated. Uh, they've won, they've won one playoff series in their entire fucking career, and people are already making that comparison. I, I just, I'm going to bring it up and read it to you. I should walk up to Leon Dreisaitl and see if he politely declines an interview. <laughs> and then we'll know. Tell him about your podcast. Here's a cookie, Leon. <laughs> Put him on the stamp. Holy smokes, is he good, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's pretty good at good. hockey. A little bit good. He's 21. He needed time. Time. Well, he just needed to... Seeing how good Dreisaitl is now, mm-hmm. is that because he's improved this much, or were the Oilers of a couple years ago just that bad? They were just that bad. I think they were. And he was 19. Yeah, and he was 19, but they were bad. They were pretty they bad. Were and real There's bad. something to be said for you're mentally bad, too. Like, the Avalanche mm. were mentally bad. On paper, no. The, yeah, exactly. There's no way they were a, what, a 47-point team? They're way better paper. than that. I think Any team that's got McKinnis, uh, McKinnon, Landeskog, Barry, yeah. Simeon Varlamov, like they're they're better than that. They hit like American Thanksgiving and tapped out. <laughs> like that was it. That was it. They're done. Yeah. This is one line from the Edmonton Sun. Oh no. It's they are for anybody that's not. If you're not in following Canada, every Edmonton writer, you're missing out. It's great. <laughs> they're the best. They don't know what to do with themselves. It's like a, a dog with a squirrel. It's like, uh, and like and, and what I'm do we not, do? I'm not trying to dump on them because I met some of these guys and they're nice people. But is there any market where the media so obviously just openly cheers for the team that they cover? Yeah. More than Edmonton. No, I don't think so. Now, Absolutely Edmonton would say not. that about Toronto, but I will tell you this. It's no. false. No, our media actively hates the team. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like They hate it. Montreal, same thing. Hate it. Yeah. Yeah. And even media. if even if you make the argument that the media here are Leafs fans, that's why they hate the team. Yeah. yeah. And if the Leafs ever won, like I always say, Steve Simmons' first article the next morning would be why the Leafs won't repeat. That will be his first article, the headline. They it got seems lucky. like all the media does here is poke holes into the team yeah. and be like, hey, this is what you're Sort doing. of their job, yeah, which is fine. But, but they're not homers. Yeah, they're not this. Uh, for sure, it's all Connor all the time for Oilers Nation. But in some ways, Dreisaitl is Mark Messier to McDavid's Wayne Gretzky. <sighs> did that happen in Toronto this year? No. I think it did. To who? Bit. Now, I'm trying to think of... Who was who? Because you know what? The Leafs, they don't have a Mark Messier, and Wayne we don't, Gretzky we don't, tandem to look back at. No, we don't. We don't have, um, we don't really, like, it. This the reason, there's so many reasons, and if you're not from Toronto, I, it's harder to understand. But imagine you have a city with a rich sports history and no superstars. Yeah, like, Daryl Sittler. Like your Golden State before thing. Steph Curry. He was like another thing. Yeah. Here. But he didn't win a cup with the Leafs. So if you look back at all the cups the Leafs ever won, like who is the biggest star? Like the biggest league-wide star? Frank Mahovlich. Probably Frank Mahovlich. And that's it. Wasn't George Armstrong? They almost gave Frank Mahovlich away over a poker game. By the way, do you know that? 
uh, I believe it. Harold Ballard was drunk, and then they, and then he, I guess, agreed to sell him, sell him to the the Blackhawks. And then the next morning, uh, I think it was the Consmice family who also partially owned the Leafs. Still at that point, were like, no, 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 no. no. There's a rumor that something like something similar to that very almost happened in recent memory to the Leafs. Oh, oh, I cannot share it on this podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you after. Oh, I can't wait for that. <laughs> I actually have a story too that yeah, I cannot it's share. Funny, on this you podcast. look back and you go, "Oh, the sixties. It happens. Wow. Jonas Hoagland should have been traded. The fax machine. The fax machine. Did you have you heard about this story? No. This is a good story. Did he try and contact ESPN? Yes, okay. and then we, that would have had better luck. So the what Leafs happened? Tried to trade him to the Bruins in exchange for this former third round pick who just wouldn't sign with the team. And they tried to do it at the draft, I think it was. Trade deadline. Uh, one of those. Anyway, and the fax machine broke, and they just didn't do it in time. So he had to – they're like, Jonas, you've been traded <laughs> to the Bruins. And he's like, oh, okay. And then, oh, no, sorry, you got to play for us. Did no still. one just say, hey, where's another fax machine that works? Or I'd, pick up the telephone. You have to remember in these days, it was uh, Bill Waters – as the assistant general manager of the Leafs, I think you're right. Uh, it yeah. was uh, Pat Quinn. Mm-hmm. These were not men of recent technology, even for that time. Um, well, and, and not that they did a bad job. The team always was in the right. second round. Let's say the fax machine is the only thing they had to go on. The thing breaks. What are you, you going to do? Your MLSE, you should have a second one at the office. Whoa, whoa, now. A second fax machine? That's crazy talk. Can you imagine? Can you, why Why no, even? Let, no, but let me ask uh, you this. Mid, mid to late 90s. Oh, yeah. This is, yeah. No, no. It would have been early 2000s. I don't think Hoagland was even on the team until 2001. Uh, oh, maybe. When, uh, um, no, he was with them when they were bad. Was he? I'm no. Sure. Don't think so. I'm gonna Let's te- not get into a Jonas Hoagland debate. <laughs> <laughs> I was about and to Ian Google White it. should have been captain. I was not, about not to Google it, and I'm like, yeah, so yeah. not Google worth it. it. No. Google it. Don't. No. I don't want to know. I want to spend that. the rest of my life. Not tweet knowing. it at Steve and tell him I'm right. No, <laughs> I I want. Oh yeah, go ahead and tell I'm, Adam. I'm he's totally right. kidding. Adam you. deserves it. But I do. Throw me this me, bone. Yeah. As for me, I want to go my whole life not knowing this. Okay, I'm good. Um, I I think yeah. Times were times were different then. What always astounded me in that era, even as a 12 year old, was what? era. Oh, thank you. As a 12 year old, was that. You couldn't just make the phone call to the league office and go, hey, there's a fax coming in, but we've made this trade and we're just pending your approval. Like, you couldn't just do that. You had to fax it to them for them to, like, if you had, because the thing is, is that you can, if you fax at, the, at that point, I don't know if this is still the case, if you faxed in the approval at that point, then they could, they might look at it and go, okay, we can't approve this till <laughs> after the trade deadline. However, it would still count because you got it in under the deadline. Mm-hmm. Instead of just going, hey, guys, uh, fax machine issues, but we're we're we got to trade with the Bruins. We just need your approval on that. Oh yeah, sure, we can wait a couple hours. No big deal. Like that's all it would have taken. It's all it would have taken. No, no, no. Because if the phone call was made before three o'clock, trade trade still doesn't count. This is why I think it was at the draft because I think there was a pick coming to the Leafs, but they couldn't get the trade done before they got the pick or something. Maybe that's I, I what it was. Maybe that's what it was. Okay. Anyway. Um, do we care to check in with Rob Rossi? No. no. Okay, we'll no. move on. Uh, Pierre Lebrun has said the Leafs probably won't get in on Kovalchuk. And there is a lot of issues surrounding Ilya Kovalchuk coming back to the NHL. Yes. Uh, that basically playing for anybody that's not named New Jersey is going to be very difficult. For next year? Yes. 
However, if he waits a year, evidently he'll be an unrestricted free agent. So, if you are New Jersey, I so I want to come back to the NHL, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a pain in the ass. I don't necessarily get to choose who I play for, and I can't play in the Olympics. Oh, oh, let me fall all over myself so I can come back to the NHL. Like, why? Why not just wait? If I'm Kovalchuk, why not just wait? Well, there is the age thing, right? Like, you know, how old are you going to be? And I guess. The other situation that makes... Wow, Eli Kovalchuk's 35? Next year, he'll be 35. Wow, I didn't know that. Anyway, the um, the thing that seems to make some sense to me is just return to New Jersey, who is still probably not going to be all that good, and get traded for assets at the deadline to someone who is. Or do a sign-and-trade like they do in the NBA. If you're New Jersey... You got to look at this as free assets, right? Because you're probably rebuilding, right? Yeah, well, 100%. You got the first overall pick and you finished last in your conference. So why not Why not take this opportunity with Kovalchuk and try to get, try to wheel a first, a second, or a third, or something, or a combination of something? Man, if you get a fourth. Yeah. I mean, you thought this guy was never returning, so. Just do it. It's a free fourth. Just do it. I'm not saying that's worth it. I'm. You should get more, but. I honestly think they should just pull the assets out because you don't, if you're New Jersey, you don't need Ilya Kovalchuk. You need you need to rebuild. Like, what is he really going to get you? Is he going to get you closer to a cup? Sure. A lot of people are probably going to throw picks at Vegas. Like, if you're Vegas, can't you just go into your little pick jar? And just get <laughs> um, Kovalchuk, and then no, at the end of the season, just trade him again for picks. No 2017 picks can be involved, though. Mm, for, okay. For Kovalchuk. Okay, but yeah, but they're also no 2017 Here's, picks. No 2017. That's Here's okay. some 2018. Picks. Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're Vegas, you're gonna get a lot of picks this year. Yeah, you're gonna get a lot of picks. not all necessarily this year. Yeah, yeah. And what, even if you got them, let's say every pick Vegas receives is for 2017, you still have a billion picks this year, yeah. and then next year can trade one away because what the hell, right? And why not? You can play with Chipichov. Be the third player in franchise history. Is that is that his former teammate? Did Chipichov play on SKA? I think he did. No, he was... Yes, he was. Yes, he was. I think he was. Why not? That was my concern looking at his numbers. I was like, that guy was on a pretty stacked team. With- I don't know about expansion team trading draft picks. That's that's my only thing. <laughs> They're well, going to be so bad. Why are you But you need away? to have a marketable star. You need to get butts in seats, yeah, right? I'm, so Kovalchuk's a butts in seats guy. I'm <laughs> saying make yourself kind of artificially better for a little bit. You're still not going to make the playoffs at the trade deadline. Trade them to someone who is good and recoup some of those picks, if not more. Yeah, because if Kovalchuk comes back, think about what it'll cost you. So I don't know what it costs, but let's say it costs two second-round picks, right? And Kovalchuk comes in and scores 30 goals before the deadline, and doesn't matter how many assists, he wow. scores 30 goals before the deadline, 25 goals before the deadline. You're getting, you're getting a first and something for him. Potentially, yeah. I don't know, for a 35-year-old? Yes, you are. If Martin oh, yeah. Hansel gets you a first... Also, if, why uh, why would he come back? The Steve's initial point. Yeah, he wants to. I'm I'm just going through scenarios that work for, you know, New Jersey and other teams. But yeah. if I'm Ilya Kovalchuk, uh, he wants a ton of incentive. He wants to come back. That's the point. Is he's initiating these talks? Well, then I guess he doesn't really give a damn about the Olympics. Yeah, he's been. <sighs> or picking the team he gets to play for. Also, like I'm sure he'd get to be. I, I'm sure he'd get some pick in that. Who, yeah, I'm sure he who would. is going to win the gold medal at these Olympics and go? Yes, we did it. Exactly. We overcame all the like, unless it's Switzerland. 
<laughs> or like Norway, like even Sweden, Team Israel, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like like Russia. It's That's what I mean. Be so these Olympics stacked. don't count. Yeah. They don't count. I know. Yeah, if the NHL doesn't go, they don't. Really it's count. Fu- it's funny that they haven't. Um, they still haven't scheduled an All Star game. That NHL. is interesting. Yeah. Which means they're, they're still in. Of, they're like, oh. or maybe they're canceling the All Star game because it sucks. <laughs> Maybe. We did it for the centennial. Now get out of here. No fun things. You, no Olympics, no all-star game, no Sidney Crosby past 2017. They should do you get nothing. You all lose. the day, outdoor sir. games. I'm all for outdoor games. I could care no, less. Chicago still gets six outdoor yeah. games. <laughs> they all have to be in Chicago as well. Yeah, yeah. In December alone. Yeah. <laughs> do your damn outdoor games. The all-star game's done. It's done. It's done in every sport. Ah, the Chicago Blackhawks take on the Detroit Red Wings. And next week, we have the Detroit Red Wings taking on the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, my God. Edmonton and Calgary again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 We're going to play in the cute Canadian version of it that basically yeah. doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have 250,000 people watching this. Yeah. <laughs> it's rivalry night as the Buffalo Sabres take on the Chicago Blackhawks on NBC. What? <laughs> what? It's Wednesday, Steve. It's rivalry night. You're right. Is that what it's they call Wednesday? it? Yeah, Wednesday night rivalry night. <laughs> well, it's the two biggest markets in the NHL when it comes to television. Please watch this game. Please watch it. <laughs> we have a rivalry night. It's Florida versus Arizona <laughs> in a battle of t- suntan. Creek. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll think- go live to Alice Cooper in the stands. <laughs> Alice Cooper. He sure does wear that makeup. Oh yeah. Um, and in the Florida stands. Well, they're all the same stands. Alice Cooper. <laughs> still there. If I were New Jersey, I would want. If you're Kovalchuk, if I'm New Jersey, I go. I'll trade you wherever the hell you want. Negotiate with any team you want. Let's just tell them this is the compensation that we're looking for. I mean, that's how a trade works. I mean, that's what I'd say. Like, just yeah. open it up. Anybody call. Wherever you want to go, we'll send you. Just tell them that this is the compensation we expect. And there's no negotiating. I don't know if... There's no negotiating. Say, there's they don't a, have to. There's a few teams that did a little better in the draft lottery than they thought they would. Jersey's one of them. Yeah, you but think. they could really use it. Philly's an interesting one. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Give up the second overall pick for Ilya Kovalchuk? I don't know. Uh, who's 10th? Who's 10th's an know. interesting pick. 10th is a movable pick. 9th yeah. is a movable pick. We saw it move with Vancouver and uh, uh, Tampa uh, New Bay Jersey. Lightning. Actually, no. They can't afford him. I don't know. Who has the room for Ilya Kovalchuk? This is the. He will be an Arizona Coyote. I don't think. <laughs> Whether anything. he's playing for them or not. 10th <laughs> is Florida, by the way. Oh my dear God! That Maybe. would be scary. I would, they like would that. do it. He would. They would do it. They're absolutely they're they a would. very merry birthday to you, sort of team. That would be fun. Oh, you, you Kovalchuk's on our team now. <laughs> we traded a forty-third round pick. What? <laughs> they. <laughs> oh, very, they're crazy. I they are. Them. It's it's. It's kind of fun. Their colors match circus, which is perfect. Oh, you have a starting goaltender. We have two. It's true. Ah, have I introduced you to our coach, GM? <laughs> Here's our GM coach. Here's our assistant coach and hot dog vendor. It's true. <laughs> I'm very excited about... Very, very uh, on birthday. Florida, I could see. Florida, I could see. Uh, another place I randomly could see him is Minnesota. 
Not that they could afford them, but Minnesota always seems to be able to stuff guys into the cap. What about... (laughs) Chicago could use him. What about... No! No, they're not weaning their way to Ilya Kovalchuk. They're going to do it. Wee! No, they're not doing that. They're going to Kovalchuk. No. They'll get him at the deadline then. I Kovalchuk and Yager to be be the best team in 2005. <laughs> Can you imagine Kovalchuk and Yager? I love when teams do that by the way. It happens it's not all the time, but every now and then someone assembles the best team in the world 6 years ago. The New York Knicks this year? Yeah. Lopez and uh well, who did they get? Mello and Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Well, and, and I'm like outside of the Raptors clueless. So I looked at that team and went, "Wow!" Look at that! So Derek Rose hasn't played a full season in five years. They have the 2007 All Star team. Yeah, is what they did. You should have like one of the first times I went to my now current in laws' place. This was in 2007. We're watching a soccer game, and I'm like, "Is is Filippo Inzaghi still out there?" And they just looked at me, and they're like, "We're impressed you know that name." <laughs> and I'm like. The last FIFA game I owned was 2001. And they're like, well, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is Alessandro Del Piero still on Juventus? I had a Del Piero jersey on Juventus. What about Zinedine Zidane? (laughs) Conte? (laughs) Um, Islanders are going to offer John Tavares, eight-year deal, $80 million. Wow. It's going to be great when he accepts less money to come to the Leafs. Can be pretty where cool, we and go? we put him on the wing. Yeah, <laughs> where would he I don't think we can afford him. Let's no, be honest. It's not gonna happen. Um, but it, it's good. It's fun to dream. He would be the highest powered offense in history, and <laughs> okay. Just can we, can we live in that for a moment? What if the Leafs had Tavares? So, so Matthews, Tavares, Cadre are your th- top three centers. <laughs> That is a that is Let's disgusting. <laughs> we, we, we let Marner Nylander, we let JVR go because we yeah. can't afford him. So that's five. That's okay. five million gone. Yeah. That's okay because and Bozak will be gone. That's another four million. You just go. do the Pittsburgh model of loading up your centers, yeah. and I don't know. Just get some AHLer who can skate. <laughs> Gives a crap. Like here you go. He'll make the Olympic Woo! team. So yeah. Then we, then we move Nylander to our fourth center. Nah, you keep him on the wing. Keep him on the wing. On Tavares's wing or, or Matthews's wing. <laughs> I think maybe you just switch it up, see what works best, man. You got yeah. options, right? Who's who's on the Marlies and just he has a really good shot? <laughs> Josh Levo. Yeah. Thirty future thirty goal scorer Josh Levo. <laughs> you put Josh Levo on the wing permanently of any one of those three guys. You're talking about you you show some respect for thirty goal scorer Josh how, Levo. How many goals? Does Zach Hyman have forty six? <laughs> Connor Brown ninety. The lead, if any of those he falls th- just shy of Gretzky, and we yeah. write about how he's a bum. <laughs> if if that actually happened, oh god, you're looking at a team of players who are thanking the Maple Leafs for basically making their retirement that much more cushy. Because because think about that. If you're a winger on the Leafs and those are your centers, and you could stay in the top nine. All free agents are like, I'll just sign in the West. Uh, you know, it'd be fun to make it to the Stanley Cup. I wonder uh. if it would be possible in the NHL. Ray Allen took way less money to he go... Took league minimum. League minimum money to yeah. go and win with LeBron. I don't know if they did win that year, but I think they did. Uh, they won the second. They, they lost the, the second first year. year in the finals. They won the second year. How much would it take 
to convince players to do that. Well, this is the interesting thing. So I'm looking at the team, and I'm trying to look a few years down the road. Guys who I could see being expendable, and I love them, and I don't want... I don't want to think of the Leafs without these guys. And and this is a big problem with this year's team, is I got really attached like to almost the entire roster, right? Because yeah, there was too. something to like about almost everybody. Even Polak. It, now that he's going, or likely gone, I'm like, aw. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, I, I even like Hunwick, bit. man. I was like impressed oh, with him in the playoffs. Yeah. Impressed. Impressed. If the Leafs don't re-sign him, they better have someone who can replace him. They better. That's saying something. Right? And like, yeah, everyone, I'm still like, aw. Um, I look at two RFAs this year who might have to go because the Leafs might not be able to fit them. This year? No, 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 no. Not this year. But, oh, eventually. But mm, two, three years down the road, four, something like that. Zach Hyman, mm-hmm. potentially. Connor Brown. Yep. That guy scored 20 goals. But here's what you do. Year. Here's what you do. And this is what... But, wait. Two hometown boys. Grew up Leafs fans. Happy to be on the Leafs. Happy to be playing on Matthew's wing. Happy to be <laughs> playing on Kadri's wing. Maybe you just shave it off a little bit. And you know you're gone if you get too expensive. Yeah. How bad do you want to be a Leaf? Well, I think that's the point. I think that's the point. Yeah. And not just old guys. But you look at, okay, so look at Connor Brown in his rookie season got 20 goals. And I think people are going to wait and see with him to see if that is, if, if that's for real. I actually think it is for real. I think he's, I think he's a 15 to 25 goal guy. I feel bad for Connor Brown because it's like, how much more does he have to prove? <laughs> he yeah. did it. He did it in junior. Yep. Uh, uh, I think he was rookie of the year in the AHL or he won the rookie scoring race in the AHL had a terrible injury at the beginning of last year came back and was still one of the best point per game guys on a team with some brilliant ones but Steve point per game guys don't matter in the AHL you're right you're right oh they're a dime a dozen they're a dime a dozen Uh, and then he comes to the uh, NHL and he does it again Mm mm-hmm However, what else you got to do? Well, but but so he's. I think because Connor Brown is measured against the guys that he's measured against on the Leafs, he doesn't look as good. But Connor Brown's a great, great hockey player. He scored twenty goals in his rookie season. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Here's my my question: Is this if you are the Leafs, are you not looking at this like the Chicago model? If you look at what Connor Brown is doing, this is the thing. Are you not trying to Brandon sod him? Yeah, this is the thing. And 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 Chicago's done that several times. Yep. If if what you're asking for starts with a three, uh, oh, it's too much. Sorry, buddy. I think sorry, I, buddy. I think Connor Brown's two million this offseason. I think Zach Hyman's one and one and two, for one and how five. Long? Not for long. Yeah. Two, three years. This is the thing. I know the first thing I'm doing when I get NHL eighteen. I'm trading for Tavares. <laughs> Aren't you signing Tavares? Oh, Just he'll be on the team by then. Oh, you yeah, yeah. don't have to yeah. do that. Yeah. NHL 19. NHL 19. Because 18's coming this, if this you're fall. The, like, again, I'm attached to those guys. But let, let's say. Remember we had the balls to make fun of HF boards? Anyway, so let's say the Leafs get Tavares. Um, by the way... We're saying this with absolutely zero proof that oh, John Tavares would ever want to come here. No. <laughs> okay, let's <laughs> say. <laughs> let's say. Um, due to cap restrictions and what you would have to trade and et cetera, et cetera. You get John Tavares, but it costs you mm-hmm. JVR, uh, Connor Brown, and Zach Hyman. All three of them. No, you should say like Nylander. Something no, 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 no. I'm not saying in a trade. I'm just saying. Signing. Signing salary-wise. Due to you not being able to afford him. Like, let's say okay. they get him as a free agent. Just okay. a free agent. JVR's gone. Bozak's gone. Bozak. Oh, my God. Bozak's so gone. 
Uh, Connor Brown's gone and Zach Hyman's gone. Just for the sake of argument, those okay. four guys. Yes, I but do. But again, it. Bing, 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 Matthews, Tavares, uh, Kadri, you put that in whatever order your little heart desires. You know why I do that? Leipzig. Leipzig, Kapanen, Relivo, Kirby Reichel, Andreas Johnson. You just throw on literally any winger on the Marlies right now. Yeah. Future. Sign Mike Sislo to an NHL deal. Future 30 goal scorer three times, Josh Levo. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, He's a future top 100 player. Yes. Yeah. Josh Levo. I, uh,. I, I sent I mean, like, out a, think of the power play. Well, this was the whole. <laughs> this was the Stamkos argument the entire time. Yeah, it was. If we sign Stamkos, it'll be more than worth it because the lineup will just be so powerful. If but you they were centers, talking about twelve million a year. But, yeah. If you can get, but Stamkos think of all the money Matthews. you save just throwing ECHLers on his so left wing. Like, <laughs> let's say okay, Tavares won't do this. Uh, he won't do this. No, no, but he might. But he might not. So let's. <laughs> So what's Ma- what's when Matthews when when Matthews is up in in a, two years two years mm-hmm. and Marner's up in two years mm-hmm. are you signing those guys to you probably signing those guys to eight or nine million dollars if you're lucky right no Matthews at Matthews eight RFA though Matthews maybe Marner probably not because of what Jesse just said they'll be restricted free agents both of them are RFA's yeah. right yeah. and Matthews is a center so he's worth more. Yeah, he's also the face of your franchise. Yes. So, but Matthews, you're going to be like, okay, he's 22, and we want to sign him for the next eight years. Yeah, I, because you want to buy his UFA years, so you're thinking eight million. I think eight million over eight years is pretty damn fair. You got to do what makes sense for you. Um, but you have. Oh I'm, I'm just trying to do the math here. Okay. So if Matthews is, I'm going to just estimate eight. I could. You, there's going to be people who go, that's way too much, and there's people who way too little. I say eight over eight, pretty solid. If you can get him for that, that's good. Then you got Neilander. Four eight. Yeah, eight, eight over eight. I'd be like, do it. Well, eight. Yeah, yeah eight one million years. a year. Oh no, no, no I'm, I'm just being a stickler. <laughs> okay, uh, eight million a year over eight years. Sixty-four million dollars. What are Marner and Neilander worth? Are they six million a year? Well, this is the interesting thing. So Neilander is up at the. Uh, is it the end of next year? Yeah, he's the end. Yeah, because he has he's a year. Yeah, because they burned a year last yeah. year, which was smart of them, I think. So, it well, it was, but also whatever he gets. There's no way Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews look at that number and go, well, I'm getting less than that. Yeah. Right? So he's the benchmark. Mm-hmm. So they're going to play hard with him. You hope maybe you buy one UFA year at like four, maybe five. This is, I'm wondering if it would, like. Because bridge deals are. A, well, yeah. based Who's on their plans. Dealing? Based on their plans, a bridge deal might actually make sense, but yeah. they're a little bit more painful. How much was Subban's? Oh my god. It was like three was million a year. Less, it was two point nine. Yeah. Oh, there you go. But he got a nine million dollar uh, a year deal because of that. Yeah. He said and because he okay, stepped in. It's nine. And then supposedly negotiations came around and they're like, All right, what do you want? And he's like, Nine. I told you. And they're like, No, we can't afford that. He's like, Well, that's a shame because I told you. Two years ago I told you. Nine. Uh-huh. Why are you shocked? Nine. Give me nine. And he got nine. Because Jeff Molson stepped in. Bergevin wasn't going to do it. He was going to trade him. And look what happened. <laughs> he traded him. Uh, it, it, so, But to fit all that in, so the, my, my point in this is, okay, so say you get Matthews at eight. How many Preds fans are like, oh, they might? Oh, no, they're yeah. not talking about us yet. <laughs> <laughs> so you get, you get Marner and Nylander at five and six a year. On a bridge. Yeah, like That's how a are, bridge. Like is that a bridge? Three years, yeah. yeah. Okay. For five. So yeah. then we get... And then we get Tavares at eight or nine. Yeah. Ten? See, now we're getting into numbers like, here. Uh, that's dude. the point. Uh. Like, okay, so you're gonna have 
are you comfortable? And I'm I'm okay so with Tavares it. Tavares is getting less than Kopitar. I don't think so. Okay, is Matthews getting less than Tavares? He's too young. Tavares is a UFA. Okay, so he gets ten then. Ten's okay. So ten, and then Kadri's making what four and a half? Yeah, forever, forever. Uh, Matthews would be making what eight, Mm. seven, eight, something like that. Okay, seven and a half. Sure. So okay, now you've got. (laughs) What are we doing? No, no, but let's just do it. Fifty. Was it fifty? How much is that? That's what almost over twenty million dollars invested in your first three cents. Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, but worth it. Yeah, but you have the best three centers in the league. Yeah. Bond and you've got and you've got your defenseman signed forever. How much? How much is Chicago? Because Chicago's at the two guys thirteen at $10 million, million at ten for, and a half, or is it ten and a half? Duncan Keith's at twenty one. Yeah, it's twenty one for two guys. Duncan Keith is signed to an illegal contract, but even that is those three guys is twenty six million. Seabrook's at uh, just shy of seven. So we'll and there so that's four guys, and we're at the like same number. And the Leafs, and the Leafs guys and the Leafs guys would be a lot younger when they sign their yeah. contracts, right? So there'll be better chances are for the entirety of their. And contracts. then we already have Gardner, Riley, Kadri locked up. And then here come and the Zytef. Marlies. And Zytef. Here come the Marlies. <laughs> yeah. there you go. Well, and that's who, who else? On that's why you matter? have you have to have good scouting because then when Connor Brown goes up, so Zach Hyman goes up, then you're pulling assets yeah. back in. So this is the thing you trade them to Western Conference contenders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're pulling assets back in, and you continue to draft well. Yeah, it's just Con- hey Connor, hey Zach, come be part of something special. Come on. Yeah, if it starts with a three. See, but that's my question. Would you be able to convince John Tavares to take less money to play at home, mm-hmm. play with Austin Matthews? No, if Corey- I'm Tavares, I I go, no, Tavares is beyond being convinced to take less. Yeah, because New the, York you basically, tell the other ones that to boat, take less. That boat sailed. Yeah, this is the thing. You tell the others to take less. Yeah. So Not him. Tavares' stats this year, 28 goals, 38 assists. In? I don't know how many games. But well, still. And it took Andrew Ladd a long time to get started. He's also and playing with, yeah. And he wouldn't be playing teammates. with, yeah. <laughs> He'd be playing with, yeah. <laughs> Make him the third line center some nights if you want. Why not? <laughs> oh, Why not? on the third line. That'd Why be great, not? yeah. Yeah. It's the new thing. Put your stars on the third Matthew's played on the third line. <laughs> I'm just, I like, listen, I know this is totally dumb and fun, but... I think I think we figured out the Leafs' future. <laughs> I think we did too. <laughs> Write it down or or <laughs> mail it in. Here's I hope Bim Jennings is reading this on <laughs> HF4. Here's what I think too. Here's a ch- here's an opportunity. Uh, that should be the title. Bim Jennings. Bim Jennings. <laughs> Bim Jennings. Yes, absolutely. What about this, guys? Instead of Tavares, because you already have a pretty good future lined up as it is on the forward. Carey Price. Kovalkos. No, it's a hybrid of Kovalchuk and Stamkos no, in Price. one person. I made him in a lab. We already have it. Anderson's good enough. He is. He's good enough to win a cup. So but what if you need, can, you, don't, you don't need to upgrade? What if what if you that you get Carey Price and then you wheel Anderson for for picks because for to okay, a team no. that needs it? No, no, no. no. I know we're we gotten ridiculous, Adam. I know. I know oh, we're the Ferris talk was was <laughs> okay. We're choosing now, a weird. Sorry, sorry, Carey Price. Too far. Sorry, I think Carey Price leaving Montreal is far more likely than Tavares I'm leaving draw New York. A line in the, the silly. Sand there, there Adam. You go. Thank <laughs> you. No, 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 but who, okay, okay. 
real question: Who's more likely to leave their prospective team? Because I don't but think to either. Come to Toronto. No, no, no I'm, that's not what I'm asking. Okay. Who is more likely? Eric Carlson. Who is more likely to leave their prospective team? Because I think both futures look bleak. I don't think the future looks great in Montreal unless they have a management change. And New York, even if their management does a good good things, we don't know what arena they're going to be in. We don't know when that's going to be built. We don't know. There's a lot of uncertainty. Here's the roster's kind of yeah. yeah. They got some bad contracts. Here's an interesting thought. When's Eric Carlson up? End of this? End of next year? No, 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 I know. But end of next year? I'm not. This doesn't even have to do with the Leafs necessarily. Okay. But Eric Carlson is up. I think at the end of next year. Is he? He's making six and a half. That's it. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah, you want to talk about guys getting ripped off? That guy should all. be making nine, ten million bucks. Is it the end of next year or the year uh, after? Eric Carlson <laughs> is a UFA in 2019. So two years from now. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, there he is. Oh my God, he's making less than enough. How, how, how? Um, what if, I mean, what a great contract he was signed to. Well, this is the thing. So, the Sens are in it right now. They're a win away from the Final Four. Uh, but if they don't win this year, and they don't win next year, can the Sens, an internal cap team, win a cup in in? <coughs> One of the following two scenarios. A, paying Eric Carlson 9 or $10 million. I don't know. They're an internal cap team. I don't think they can afford a good enough team around them. Okay. Can they win without him at all? No. Their window is these two years, man. That's why they got Burroughs. Yeah. <laughs> and Stolberg. Whatever, man. They're a win away. They are. They are. I'm not taking anything away from them. They've it's earned so it. so funny. Pete Blackburn was getting into it with, uh, I think, Jimmy Murphy. Because uh, he keeps he keeps insisting. Who's Jimmy Murphy? Uh, yeah, I don't know who that is. The guy from Vice a, Sports? He's a former Boston writer. No, I don't think he's with Vice. Okay. I don't know. He makes a lot of claims around deadline time. Most of them end up being wrong. Um, are they, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, the Sens, again, are a win away from the Final Four. And there's an argument to be made through a variety of sets. They're not all that good. <laughs> but their path to the... You know, there's no law, there's no rule that says you have to play good teams en route to the Stanley Cup Final. Nope. Like, you're gonna... What if their path is you beat the Bruins, you beat the Rangers, meh, meh, you beat the shell that the Pittsburgh Penguins used to be in, <laughs> And then you're in the Stanley Cup final. And I don't know. Subban got hurt. Uh, the Ducks play like they did in game six yep. for enough games. And the Ottawa Senators are the Stanley Cup champions. Are they still not good? You know, it would be interesting to see <laughs> uh, Anaheim and Anaheim Ottawa because that would be a rematch. Oh, God. Except this time I hate both of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, I, I would love to see that. That'd be a, that'd be a no. good story. No. The NHL does not want to see that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> small market versus small market. Um, the, uh, uh, the one thing I did want to mention, okay, so we still haven't answered the question. Who... Well, who is more likely to leave their prospective team? Is it is it Carey Price in Montreal or is it John Tavares in, in New York? <sighs> I think it's... Mm. Again, I don't know what the incentive is to stay. Either. I think, 
Like if you if if you're really looking to win, I mean, Carey Price is probably easier to build the team around because there are less anchor contracts. But I look at New York because I look at New York and I go, oh, some of those deals. Mm. But then I look at the way Montreal's run and I'm like, what are the chances they dig themselves out of this? This is going to be a fascinating. I, who's going to have the most fascinating summer this year? Besides Vegas, because they're literally building a team. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. That'll be extremely fun. I to think watch. Arizona's one of them. They'll be interesting. They'll be interesting. But like, what on earth is Montreal? What are they? What are they trying to be? Who plays center for them? <laughs> Good John point. Tavares. Oh. <laughs> Matt Duchesne. And Eric Carlson. <laughs> At center. Their centers are John Tavares, Matt Duchesne, and Eric Carlson. Galchenyuk is still on the, <laughs> the way. Forward line, the forward line. By is the way, Nathan Bullu's defense partner <laughs> as the spare pairing. <laughs> Somebody, people were saying that Galchenyuk was struggling the last, and I think I mentioned this before. Struggling before the playoffs started, he was still the leading scorer on the team. Yeah. They're like, "Oh, we're moving to the fourth line because he's struggling." And Berkshire tweeted, "He's like, who's not struggling? Yeah, who isn't struggling to score on this team?" Betcherty. Mr. Galchenyuk uh, needs to be playing center. They need to just shoehorn him in there and let him play. Galch, you're sitting tonight. Al, Al Montoya, you're you're playing right wing. I wonder if we can get Kyle Clifford from the Kings. <laughs> They'll try. They will. I still love Berkshire's uh, tweet, and it's been it's amazing how often it's been relevant over like two or three years. It's that George Clooney, Brad Pitt thing. Uh, it was uh, Michelle Terrian. And Mark Bergevin talking about third and fourth line players. Do you think we need another? Do you think we need another? All right, we'll get another. <laughs> <laughs> the Ocean's Eleven? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I've never seen the movie, but. Yeah. yeah you yeah. should watch Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a decent it's, movie. It's fun. Yeah, it's just it's a, a good, fun movie. It's a good watch. You're going to be one? like, there's plot holes. Yeah. I was expecting Oscars. No, it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun watch. Yeah. It's a fun robbery story. Yeah. yeah. All right. There's probably something you should have seen. So you should probably watch it. All right. Yeah. yeah. Can I go to the bathroom? Sure. <laughs> May I? Can we pause? Adam, yeah. I got to pee. You get to know the body language of your co-host. I was like, Adam's asking me a serious question right now. <laughs> right. This is a serious question. Should we continue? No, no, no. That's no, okay. No, we'll, no, we'll, we'll pause. pause. Okay. This is Jake and Smallwood, and you're listening to the Steve Dangle Podcast. So while I was peeing, uh, I remembered that we still have not answered the question. Who is more likely to leave their team at the end of the contract? I'm not saying either will. Tavares. You say Tavares, why? Uh, I don't know. Just a, my gut thing. I think Montreal, like Kerry Park, I can picture the Islanders without John Tavares. I cannot picture the Montreal Canadiens without Kerry Price. I don't have a scientific reason. I can picture that. the Montreal Canadiens making a strong push for John Tavares. <laughs> Me too, because. Why not? Yeah. What are so they? It's pretty easy. You can't miss, right? Jesse, what do you think? <sighs> I think Tavares will. Tavares is more likely to leave. I'm in agreement. I think I give it like a 40% shot. Yeah. I don't... Because big stars like that don't just leave. Who looks at the Islanders' management and says, hey, I can trust these guys. Like the with Montreal. do well. Yeah. Like yeah. at least... I know Carey Price was like the main reason, but at least they got close a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Islanders? Nah. 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 Um, so... Team Canada forward, and I think this is how he'd prefer to be known, Team Canada forward Nathan McKinnon. Oh, yes, yes. Said something. And you know when you say something 
and something else comes out of what you said, there's a like reading between the lines. There's uh, a different meaning. Mm, Here's what he said. Subtext. Because apparently he's playing really well at WI or the double IHF. Good player plays well, you don't say. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, he said it feels feels good to play on a really good team. <laughs> players on good hilarious. players ah! players on good teams uh, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feels good to play uh, on a really good team. Oh, uh, I like that. Do you quote. blame them? No. Uh, no Has there been a response from Avalanche players or management? No, I'm sure the Avalanche Twitter account's right on that. Uh, <laughs> Simeon Varlamov got injured this Nathan year. Nathan McKinnon had a goal and an assist for Canada today. <laughs> They should stop sending out text tweets and just have Stephen Wright just <laughs> narrate everything. Carl Soderberg had 14 points in 80 games this season. Yeah, the only one who could make <laughs> it. the Avalanche story, I think, like if you were having narrated tweets, yeah. I would want Dan Carlin to do it because at least they'd be fascinatingly bad. Right? Carl Soderberg <laughs> came in and he was supposed to be amazing. This giant. <laughs> and then they throw him in the meat grinder that is Colorado. It's good, man. That's I know. Really- we can't. We can't do Dan Carlin. We Why not? can. No, we can't. A lot of podcast <laughs> listeners are now listening to Dan Carlin. Cool, and you should good too. For them. Um, by the way, the Preds are good. That's all we need to say. Uh, do you guys want to hear? Are so upset. They've been commenting on the YouTube page. I know. What do you want me to say? I made You're a video great. about the series. You're I went to awesome. every game. You're fucking great. That's great. You know, you know what we didn't talk about enough, though, when it came to There's no to the, story, though. Like, what? You're great. You fucking killed St. Louis. They're great. there. They're there. Well, and Ryan Ellis is not getting enough attention, for sure. Pecorino has been good. Um, really good. With regard to the Mike Milbury story, I thought that was dumb in just the scope of what P.K. Subban is. Not even... It could have been any player. Nikita Zaitsev dances during the warm-up. Gives a shit. About a player, you know, loosening it up during a warm-up. What made me more mad, and I didn't realize this at the time, was it came in the warm-up for Game 2 on the heels of P.K. Subban basically single-handedly winning Game 1. Yeah. Nashville scored four goals. Here they are. Subban Blast tipped in by Colin Wilson. Subban Blast, goal. Subban Blast, Philip Forsberg scores on the rebound. And Subban starts the play where Vernon Fiddler scored the game-winning goal. And ah, oh, if I was the coach, I'd wrap him on the head. No, I'd high five him, Mike. The hell! If that's what it takes to, if that's if that's the worst offense that he can commit for that team to win like that, then I just let it be. Yeah, <laughs> there are just certain things, man. There are just uh, anyway. Another sitting pretty and relaxing, and there might be three seven game series with the Preds being the only ones that didn't have to do that. Wow, <sighs> might be all right. Cheering for Tanner Glass to overcome Chris Neal. Who's ready for a dangle wild hot take from 2014? Oh, uh, is this what I think it this is? This is what I was said, and this is good. Let's talk about the Buffalo Sabres. Oof. Speaking of people who are having a good day. So basically, Connor McDavid's new hometown. Watch them lose the lottery, though. Hmm? I bet they lose the lottery. Really? You know how like <laughs> to Edmonton? Even, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yes. Yes. Oh my God! Can you- October fourteenth, twenty fourteen. I still 
my favorite thing. This is arrogant to say, but my favorite thing of mine to watch. <laughs> because, I mean, I know what I'm going to say on camera, and I edit it. Like, it's it's packaged. It's sure. spontaneous to an extent, but it's packaged. I did a live video for the McDavid draft lottery, though. <laughs> Just my complete, genuine, exasperated shock at Edmonton winning again. I was just, I was out of words. I had none. I had none. None needed to be spoken. Holy shit. They just did it again. They just did it again. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. That, I think that's not the first time we've played that clip on, on oh, the really? show. I, I think it's been a few times because it's too perfect. It's too perfect. And it's not like I was calling it or anything. It was just the easy joke to make. And the easy joke manifested itself in reality. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um, at what point with certain players, AHL or NHL, do they develop a reputation in su- as such that they should be suspended for a long period of time? When you get into the, uh, he did this in the NHL and then did this in the AHL, it's always a gray area. Whoever could you be talking about, Adam? Uh, one, Jake Dodgson. Yeah, a guy unfollowed me because uh, I was unfair to Jake Dodgson. How were you unfair to Jake Dodgson? Well, because I was like, oh, he's a dirty player. And you <laughs> and oh, they were no. like, oh, but Kadri. And I'm like, that doesn't, that, that's not yeah. an argument. And then he did this. Jake Dodgson's dirty, man. You could say Kadri's dirty. You might, might be an argument for that. Yeah. But then he but did this, make- and, I, and I'm like, and, and then what happened? <laughs> and then what happened? So, for those of you who don't know, Jake Dotchin hit Freddie Goche uh, into the end boards late uh, during Game 2 of the Marlies Calder Cup Playoff Series against the Syracuse Crunch. I think they're called the Syracuse Crunch. I don't know. Is they, that, that is an unfortunate name. Yeah, they've changed the... Yeah, first of all, you're named after a dump. Uh, second of all, you change your colors like literally every six months. But anyway, so Goche is not just out of the series. He's out for six months. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who had a legitimate shot at being the Leafs' fourth-line center next year. Um, his skating was improving. And now, like, when's the next time Freddie Goche is even allowed to get on skates? Probably not for four, three or four, four months. months at least. Yeah. Um, He's not, like, uh, in order for him to be, become a full-time NHLer, if that ever happens now, He's going to have to spend like almost all of next year in the AHL at least. Mm-hmm. Andreas Johnson came over from Sweden and got nailed three games uh, into his uh, his uh, North American career. pro career. Yeah, uh, on the Marlies. And again, dirty hit. By whom? Do you remember? Ooh. It wasn't Jake Dawson. Someone on the Devil's Farm system. Ah, I forget his name. Uh, which, good. That means he didn't make it. Uh, <laughs> so he drills Johnson in the brain. Who knows when Johnson was able to start off-season training? I know for a while he wasn't even like allowed on a plane, and uh, he had a slow start to the season. Imagine that! Like imagine that. Of course he did. Now he ended up recovering and having a great final end, end of the season. He was one of the biggest offensive weapons on the Marlies, goals-wise, points-wise. Uh, but it took him a while. So Freddie Goche, even if he gets his legs—no pun intended—underneath him. It's going to take him until like at least the halfway mark of next season. So now with Jake Dodgson, you get a guy who took out Kasperi Kapanen for uh, two months. Uh, in that same game, he sucker punched Andrew Nielsen. He's the guy who hit Austin Matthews in the leg, and he is the guy who took out Freddie Goche for six months and got suspended a whopping three playoff games. Wow. 
Wow. But that's six regular season games. Ooh, isn't yeah. It? Isn't it? Yeah. That's a yeah. lot. Oh, you know who doesn't want this series to go to at least six games? Jake Dodgen. Uh, Richard Clune would like a word. Um, at what point am I allowed to just be like, he's dirty? He's dirty. That's four incidences against just one organization. I'm sure there are other organizations January. with similar complaints. I'm sure other organizations are like, yeah, we don't like him either. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Well, Brad Marchand speared him in the pills. Oh, that was the guy he spilled in the That was the guy. And Brad Marchand lost an entire playoff game. Or, in, in the NHL's case, two regular season games. Oh, wow. It's, it was funny because, like, Leaf fans hate Brad Marchand. But when he was on Team Canada for the World Cup, they're like, oh, we'll tolerate you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then we went right back to hating him. And then he speared Dodgson in the balls. And everyone's like, oh, that's terrible. Who is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay, try not to do it again. <laughs> try not to yeah. do it again. Next time, just hit him. Don't, don't spear him in the balls. But definitely, definitely hit him. And if you're going to hit anyone, probably hit him. <laughs> Try to get on him. I just don't understand how you can take a guy out for six months and you only get three games. Like, if it was deemed it was dirty enough for a three-game sus- suspension. Like, this was my thing with the it's Niskanen. It's a dangerous play, too. You got to watch it. Go watch it. Yeah, this was my thing with the Niskanen play with Crosby. Like, I'm not convinced it was suspension-worthy, and we've already had that discussion, and I've been yelled at many, many times. They looked at this and went, totally, you're out. Three games or six, you're out. That's it? I'm pretty sure the guy who hit uh, Johnson got 10. Who was the guy who skated the guy in the face? Holy shit! He got, he got two games. Uh, right, so did you, have you seen that clip yet? Mm-hmm. So, in comparison, a guy a lot. at the world championship, I don't even remember the two countries involved. Yeah, it's, I want to say Slovenia scary. and Switzerland. Was it on, it was on purpose, too. Yeah. yeah, he tried to slit his throat with a skate. He got two games for, yeah, trying to kick a guy in the neck. Now, okay, you could argue, well, it's a short tournament, two games is a lot. He should never be allowed to play a double IHF hockey game That's ever called again. attempted he murder. killed that person. Attempted murder. Fuck yeah, it was attempted murder. That's insane! You can kick a guy in the neck with a skate, you lunatic! So it's Slovenia Ziga Jeglik? I've never heard the name. No. Um, I mean, he plays for Team Slovenia. Like, where does he play professionally? That's who uh, who tried to... He shouldn't be allowed to play a double IHF game again. He shouldn't be allowed to play another international game ever again in his life. No penalty was called on the play. Well, and... and uh, okay, fine. A ref would have fine. to see it. Yeah. yeah. Right? So maybe it, they fine. missed it. I mean, you're not looking at the bench for that sort of thing. There was a statement. Do you want to hear it from the AAHF? Oh, I would love to hear it. I'm so glad you brought this up. I forgot all about it. Based on all facts ascertained, the discipline... Ascertained. No, ascertained. (laughs) I know how to read it. You you just reminded me of when I was a kid. I was like, something went awry. (laughs) I didn't get made fun of for that. (laughs) Based on all the facts ascertained, the discipline player... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the panel determined that while is it Jeglik? I'm not gonna get just call him too many hard words. He's Jay Z dipstick. Jeggies indicated that his only intention was to enter the bench as fast as possible. He intentionally and forcefully as- extended his leg in the direction of rough and notched the other the guy. Swiss guys. Ru- Ruffy. Ru- ruffian. <laughs> Lindy Ruff. Lindy Ruff. Risking 
<laughs> risking to hit him in a vulnerable and dangerous position, and so endangered the health of his opponent. Jeggies would have had space to change further away or pull his leg over the board in a different way. There's a clear swinging motion with his skate directed to the neck and head area of Lindy Ruff. Jeggies' kicking action demonstrated obvious intent as he swings his leg into the bench and attempts to kick his opponent in the head and neck area, a violation of Rule 152. You don't even need to name the rule. We know that's a violation. <laughs> a like. violation of most laws. And it warrants a two-game suspension. This was a very dangerous and reckless action that could have resulted in a serious injury. So let me let me take that out of lawyer speak. All right. <laughs> Jeggy said this. Jeggy's full of shit. Jeggy's tried to kill the fucking guy. Two games. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, goodness. Like, Richard Zednick was an accident. Clint Malarchuk was an accident. This guy tried to kick someone in the neck with a knife! With a knife! With a freshly sharpened, someone is actually hired on the bench to make those sharper throughout the game knife. Here, okay, Jesse's going to show us. I'm afraid to watch this again. Here, Here comes old Jeggy. You Ooh. hunk of shit. He was, no, he was trying to make a line change, Steve. Yeah, when I make a line change, I grit my teeth and kick. Here, wait. Okay, apparently the Swiss guy knows English. Here, wait. Uh, I just want to see him turn his head. So he's getting punched in the back of the head, oh, first yeah. of all. Gets kicked in the neck <laughs> by Jeggies. And he turns around. The fuck? fuck? <laughs> or no, he goes, the hell. Sorry, that was me. He goes, the hell? Yeah, so Sabolik is punching him in the back of the head, and Jeggies is uh, going for decapitation. <laughs> it's, it's so absurd. That is, of all the... I can't believe it uh, took us this long to come up with... That's one of the worst decisions I've ever seen. In hockey. Yeah. That's a criminal fucking offense. Couple on Matt got Cook. Two games There's for a couple a cr- on Matt Cook in the past where I'm like, wow, you got off easy. Yeah, that's true. Matt Cook's entire uh, career. I guess, but... Matt Cook never tried to kick anyone in the neck that I know of. Just in the leg. Maybe, yeah. Allegedly. Adam, there was an investigation. He's fine. (laughs) Yes, you're right. And concussions do not happen when you smack your head off the boards. Like, that... Any kicking motion should be... A, minimum 10 games no matter where you did it. B, probably investigated by police. It's a skate! You maniac! And, and I, I think what's important... It's a sharp metal! It, here, let me contextualize this for people that haven't seen the play yet, because I imagine there's a few. Oh, type in Slovenian-Swiss decapitation. Um, I'm sure it comes don't, up. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> what's important about this? <laughs> that could be a very bad idea. Not on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Don't do that. You get three guys at the Slovenian bench. Yeah. Two are Slovenian, one is the Swiss guy, he's in the middle. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to try to name the names because whatever. Jeglik, or whatever his, the Slovenian player with the kicking motion, I want you to watch how high his leg comes. It's borderline impressive. Yeah. He hits the shoulder and neck of a man who's standing up. That, to me... He's, well, he's being propped up by the bench. He is being but, propped yeah. up, and the bench is a little bit higher than the ice. But I got to tell you, I don't have the flexibility to do that. Nope. 
but I could still get over a bench in a hockey rink. Well, I could do that if you, for example, gave someone's neck for me to balance on. Like, holy fuck! So I got two it's, games! It is a, it is a, I mean, a, to me, unless you're kicking your leg out, you're not, like, you don't need to swing your leg over that high. No, oh, Adam, you're trying to you're trying to poke holes in his argument. There's there's it's there's no this, it's wide open. He tried to kick the guy in the jugular if vein he, and carotid artery. At all, are we talking about a lawsuit right now? Are we ta- no, we're talking about a a, a murder death. trial. There is a, a death, a, a legitimate murder trial. Yeah, we're talking about like manslaughter. Yep, but you couldn't even call it manslaughter. Well, eh, you could eh, call it manslaughter. Nah, probably legal, call it manslaughter. Not a legal expert. I'm not going to get into uh, that shit. We're talking about a guy who killed somebody with a skate. We're talking about a real life, an actual thing in real life thing that Happy Gilmore got in trouble for. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, I can't believe you only got two games for that. Thank you so much for reminding me that that happened. Let's shift gears. <laughs> Please. Let's shift gears. Let's mm. let's walk away from death for a minute. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about something happy. Let's talk about a club that is not named after, but shares a name with the most famous Torontonian right now, which would be one Aubrey Drake Graham. Oh. It's a hotel called the Drake Hotel. This in Toronto? In Toronto. I didn't know it was actually a hotel. Well, it was a hotel. I don't know yeah, if it's still a bar. Not a hotel anymore. Yeah. But Isn't it just sorry. a bar that's hard yeah. to get bar into? Bar and yeah, it's hard to get into. And, and once you're enjoyable. in, if there was ever a fire there, you're dead. You're dead. It's so packed, you're dead. <laughs> Literally. Like, I, I don't know if the fire Stage department's ever... Dead. You will die. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Decapitation, hey, dead. Hey, you violated a fire hazard and were responsible for the death of 46 people. Two games. <laughs> <laughs> Two days in prison. <laughs> okay. Um, Get out of here, you crazy <laughs> Slovenian person. <laughs> I, although the rooftop at this place is amazing. If you're on the main floor, it sucks. Yeah. It just sucks. Yeah, the rooftop where the no, helicopters have to when, come rescue well, you. No, if when you're, you're lucky enough to make it there. When you No, you'd climb onto a, another roof. That's what you do. Oh, fair you enough. could do that. Um, the rooftop's Parkour. amazing there. Jesse and I were talking about this yesterday. But being on the ground floor, the only time that being on the ground floor of the Drake Hotel is cool is when you're 19 and you're just experiencing clubbing for the first time and you think it's awesome. I don't know but if you I've cannot ever been move, inside. You cannot hear. You can't get a drink. Mm. It's But everybody's there. Yeah, I've waited in the line it was great i'm sure if you don't go there having drank you max drinks you're going to be able to get out of the whole night is two if there's no way they can't in they toronto can't, they can't over serve you there's too like, many people nah. here life advice don't wait in the line yeah in, in toronto find a better if you bar. live in a big city there's no don't reason. ever wait in the line except for places like really cool no and nowhere i've ever is, been is cool enough to warrant waiting in a line. it's all in who you're with man you can make any bar cool 100 percent. yeah 100 um but uh, anyway, so Jesse is there, and Jesse has special VIP access, and this is where I'm going to let you kind of. Oh, oh! Well, do you just cruise right on? Yeah, it? we we just walked in because we knew the DJ, so we'd not have to wait in the long long ass line. There's and, a, there's a lot of cool people to know. You know the DJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was playing in the uh, the underground, which is the lowest level of the Drake Hotel, which is way fun. Underground's way wicked. Fun. Um, yeah, so we were there, and I was I was on stage because I knew the DJ. I was with um, Jax, who hosts the show before Adam Wilde on Kiss ninety five. And we were there, and we we're hanging out. She's also and one then, of those people who just knows everybody. She is one of those yeah. people. Um, East Coaster man. <laughs> so this guy hops on stage, and we're like, "What is this, this kid just hopping on stage, walking over to us?" So we're standing there, and he he walks over to us, and he's like, "Hey, hey, I just got to tell you something." 
from all Leafs fans, I just gotta say thank you for the podcast you do with Steven Adam. <laughs> wow! Like, yes! Dude, thanks for coming up to me. His name was Steven. He said he's been listening since um, producer Chris was there. Was well. was here, is what he told us. And then, uh, yeah, so he's a long-time listener. He just wanted to thank us. So I thought I'd pass along that message. Where does that rank in the coolest moments of your life? You got into a club. You surpassed the line in a club because you knew the DJ. And you're dancing on stage and someone is like, hello, famous Jesse. That- I love your show, famous person Jesse. <laughs> Famous handsome person Jesse with your and, yeah and 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 you're good looking what the no, hell no no with your velvety smooth voice none, um, of, none of that would rank in the top 100. and he's humble too I, the, I, my life hasn't scored thirty goals yet. <laughs> I'm sorry not not nothing not even I've, once nothing I've done has made me top one hundred anything so I need to score thirty goals still at so. least two more times yeah. I thought you I thought you'd had a thirty goal year by now Mm-mm. but okay all right fine <laughs> never had a thirty goal um, twenty seventeen it's happening. It's, I think it's gonna. I think it's maybe twenty nineteen, maybe. Okay. No, that's when you score your third. No, no. This is number one. I need. I need. When does he win his first cup? That's what I want to know. Oh, soon. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that barometer is. Dollars, five years. What is what is the the metric by which we are judging a cup win for Jesse? By the way. Okay. Um, Anyway, (laughs) Jax also told me a similar story because she was out at an event. Where was she? Do you know? She was. I think she was at the grocery store. She's at the grocery store. (laughs) And someone comes up to her and goes... At an event called Grocery Shop. She's like... She's at Sobeys. I'm yeah. Sure. yeah. She goes, someone goes up and goes, Are you Jax from Kiss 92.5? And Jax goes, Yes, I am. She's like, So you know Adam and Jesse from the Steve Nagel podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no way! way. Yeah. <laughs> no way! <laughs> yep. Yep. And she's like, Yes, and I know Steve too. <laughs> I, I got a haircut uh, one time, and this guy was going... Uh, or no, no, I, I briefly mentioned, I go, oh, and uh, I do this podcast, and it's, it's with my buddy uh, Adam. He's on the radio, actually. He's on KISS 92.5, and he just goes, that's where I know you from. I've seen you on his Instagram. <laughs> that's funny. It's just like, oh, okay. That's awesome. That's awesome. No, it's just funny. Like, I mean, Jax is, Jax is like, no one ever comes up to me and goes, hey, I listen to your show. It's always like, do you know Adam and Jesse? <laughs> yeah, because afterwards she started making fun of me after Stephen walked, after we had our little chat and Stephen walked away. And Jax is like, you guys are more famous than our entire station. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and, uh, what can like, I say? Except for Razamoga, who are on every bus shelter yes. and deservedly so. There's no so. pictures of us getting cake thrown at us. Yeah, no. like that is very untrue. Can, yeah. we, can we like get promo done and just copy Razamoga? <laughs> just yeah. throw pictures. Because everything, at each other. every commercial they do is amazing. I'm like, I, if you're not from Toronto, look up a Razamoga commercial. They're awesome because Raz comes Slow-mo up with them. cake. It's all Raz. Yeah, Roz, they're like Raz's ideas. He just wanted cake. Our next promo should be Adam trying to skate Steve in the neck. We'll, we'll take. We'll, we'll go to an arena, and Steve will stand at the boards, and Adam will try and kick him in the neck. And Jesse will make a thumbnail for the YouTube video of it, and there will be blood just squirting out. Yes. Of yeah. Oh, but yeah. I thought you you would also be punching Steve in the back of the head. Oh, at this yeah, point, right? To be, be the third. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, hey, if you want to look up something fun, look up radio commercials. Ninety nine percent of radio commercials are awful. That's why I say like it. I say with some surprise. Like I'm so glad that we. I'm at a station where. The Morning Show has amazing commercials because it just makes the whole station look cool. Have, you, have mo- you had one? Like a TV one? No, I've never had a TV commercial. You've, no. you've been on the BT one, though. I'm in the BT promo, yeah, yeah but it's really about Kevin and Dina, as it should be. Yeah, they're they're the, in it. I'm in it. It's like, it's literally like, and Adam with entertainment. Yeah. Can we? <laughs> and you're there. And you're there. And you're entertainment thing. Yeah. How much would it cost to 
like just do a commercial and get it on like Rogers Durham. <laughs> well, I don't. I, TV commercials can cost like twenty five grand and up if you want to do them right. I want the board in the Generals Arena more than the TV commercial. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we talked about that like buying that. a board in the Next Generals to, Arena. Like, legal advice. What would that even do for? That would do nothing metal, for us. But it'd be hilarious. Oh, I'm only doing it because it's one of the most baller things you can do at an Oshawa Generals game. That'd be pretty cool. I would, uh, we'd have to, no, we have to, if we're going to do that, let, okay. let, let's all Eat honestly, mashed potatoes and chicken out of an ice cream cone. <laughs> be on the boards. <laughs> Hoist the Memorial Cup. So if Those we, things. if we ended up buying a billboard and we should look into it at the Generals game, just, just to do it. I want to, I want the audience to be able to vote on what pictures of us we get to use. Mm. Oh, so, no. and I think the one with Steve with the thumbs up with the sonnet, <laughs> that has to win. You with your Leafs jersey on over your winter no, jacket. I think, I think, <laughs> like your mother told I you so. Steve on the phone. Steve on the phone trumps that. Getting off the bus? Yeah. Oh, no, the, no, the one where he's getting, no, he comes in the door and it's just, oh, my God. <laughs> your arm is outstretched. <laughs> there was we a picture of me and Dart Guy and it made me like <laughs> renew my passion for the gym. <laughs> oh god, every time I look at this podcast, I'm like, that is a gut, man. This picture. <laughs> what is that picture from? <laughs> That's I was uh, the the media skate for yeah. the Centennial Classic. Yeah, and I and did you post that call. picture? No, Myrtle did, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh my god, Son of a so bitch. funny. Can we post how can people see these pictures? Well, we posted them on Twitter. Yeah, like come by. They're in our Twitter. Yeah. They're amazing. Go, on go, Twitter. go to got... Jesse's Twitter. Go to media, and you will have to go no further than three it's, pictures. It's literally to find three me. tweets down on my Twitter. I have awful pictures of Steve. <laughs> what are you doing in the picture with the art well, stress star? Yeah, I don't know. I'm Drew Dowdy. Well, here's the thing. I'm not posing for this picture. So I'm just. I don't know. But that was with Drew Maybe Dowdy. I walk like this, and I just don't know. Oh my god. I just walk like a turkey with its head cut off by a um, Slovenian hockey player. All right, so uh I for fun cuz I want to lighten the mood before we, you know, we were talking about death and that sort of thing. Show out of it. He'll get way more joy out of it than I will. It's my favorite picture of you all time. <laughs> I had a protein shake for lunch today. I wanted a poutine. It's not because you look big in that. I know you're wearing a jacket. It's no, it's the just because it's a stupid picture. <laughs> it's a Steve, you look like a fat fuck. Wow. wow. Steve, you look more You know why, Jesse? Because I am. <laughs> you're not. But also, it's just a funny, it's a goofy picture. Okay, so here's a question. Why is the internet allowed to vote on anything important anymore? I saw that you sent me this yesterday. I did not look at it. Jesse found it. And we, we talked about it on the air. I questioned Jesse's internet abilities a few days ago. I'll never do it again. Never do. I'll never He's do it again. He's the king. Why did you question them? You, uh, it was about some story or something. Yeah, some, I can't something remember. You, it was something I was like, I've seen that. No. Or no, no, no. You Jesse has not seen Stop a Douchebag. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which everyone, stop what you're doing and spend literally close to six hours of your life yeah. watching these crazy dudes in Russia who just stop cars who drive on the sidewalk. <laughs> and <laughs> if they don't back up right away, they put giant stickers on their windshield. And they're impossible to peel off, too. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. It's a great and in Russia, video. everybody has a gun. So like, yeah. I keep expecting somebody to pull out a gun and kill them. If something untoward happens to you in Russia and you're in a car, I think you're obligated by law to get out and start a fight. 
it's freaky. Um, okay, so there is a school in Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas is a very liberal part of Texas. They have a vibrant stand-up comedy scene. They do. They have a vibrant steampunk scene, vibrant art scene. Yeah. Great place to live. They um, are our sister city. Toronto? I believe so. Austin is Toronto. Do you sister? remember when Rob, Is that why we have North by Northeast here? Do you remember when Rob Ford was mayor? Yeah. And they were trying to do something with um Austin's Music Week and Toronto's Music Week and they're trying to match them up. Because oh. we were like music city sisters. Cities. Oh, yeah. I oh. didn't know that. Yeah. I wonder if we have any listeners in Austin. Probably. Huh. You well, are. I'm jealous of you because you get to live in Texas, first off, which seems awesome, and living in Austin especially. Texas just seems like a fun place to live. Just seems like just crazy fun. Um, we had a Music City Alliance, and Rob Ford went down to Austin, Texas. Well, that's cool. To represent well, that's, okay, so, so there's a school named after the Confederate General Robert E. Lee. Oh. Robert E. Lee was an American general, and when the Civil War broke out, was still on the Union side, but left because he was a Southern guy. And said, I can't fight against my own people. Uh, but is a bit of a controversial guy because he's, he wasn't like one of those ardent, we need to se- secede from the Union kind of guys. He was he was more just a general. So he fought on the South side? He, saw, the he did fight on the South side okay. and was well respected by the North uh, and well known. Like imagine you're going to battle and, and you're a general and the guy, your, your boss, your direct boss goes over to the other team and now you're facing him. Right, like that's literally what happened. So Robert he E. Lee, is, no, I was Robert E. Lee. Gonna make a, a hockey analogy. It's not worth it. Controversial, <laughs> controversial nope. figure. Nope. Probably shouldn't name an elementary school after the guy who fought against the emancipation of slaves. Whether or not he himself believed but it. But if you're in the South, you probably have a very complicated. Right. right. So anyway, anyway, so the, the the city of Austin goes. Okay, you know what? We should rename the city, or they see the city, the uh, the school. Um, let's throw out there on the internet and, and take some submissions. Uh, here, I have not seen this list. Can I take a guess? Sure. Okay. Is it a high school or an elementary school? Um, elementary. Okay. Harambe elementary. Schooly McSchoolface. <laughs> um, what else? Something about Ellen. I don't know. I'm all out. I thought I would have more. What are, what are the suggestions? All right, now I'm going to give you the top five, and then what the news report is going to give you uh, is the rest of the notable submissions. The top five goes from, I can see that, to, whoa. Sean Mendez Elementary. (laughs) Last month, Austin ISD board members decided to change the name of Robert E. Lee Elementary School because of its Confederate ties that some people found offensive. The community was then asked to submit nominations to rename the Central Austin School. Well, here are the top five submissions. At number five, with 15 nominations, Elizabeth Ney Elementary to honor the German-born sculptor who helped grow the art movement in Texas. Okay. At number four, with 30 nominations, Harper Lee Elementary to honor the famous author of To Kill a Mockingbird. At number three, another Lee. 32 nominations were submitted to change the name of the school to honor late Austin photographer Russell Lee. In second place, 34 votes were submitted to change or change back the school's name to Robert E. Lee Elementary. And topping the list of nominations with 45 votes, 
Donald J. Trump Elementary. Oh, my God. <laughs> now, that's not even the best part. I thought that, like, that's, to me, that's just funny. Like, I maybe have a sixth sense of humor, but I find that hilarious. It's, here's why it's funny. Because someone was like, this is offensive. And the internet went, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only reason. Like, I feel like the people who voted to keep it at Robert E. Lee are people that are serious. The yeah, people, people that voted, who are actually mad. Yeah, the people who okay. are voted for Donald Trump is just like, let's just troll these people. Right? <laughs> You're right. We should go to something less offensive. <laughs> Trump. Oh my now, here's, here's where it gets more fun because the notable submissions that uh, Fox 7 in Austin, Texas brings up are fan-freaking-tastic. Suggestions submitted. Drew Brees Elementary, <laughs> Bruce Lee Elementary, John Cena Elementary, too, too fast. Elementary, John Cena Elementary, Bruce Lee Elementary, John Cena Elementary, Adolf Hitler School for Friendship and Tolerance, and of course, the tongue-in-cheek suggestion, Schooly McSchool Face. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Go do the final three. Final three. Do the final three again. Right, I'm going to try to get it back to you. Um, Suggestion Bruce Lee Elementary, Bruce Lee, John Cena Elementary, John Cena. Adolf Hitler School for Friendship and Tolerance, and of course, the tongue and cheek suggestion, Schooly McSchool Face. Tongue and cheek suggestion. All right, we got Bruce Lee, John Cena, the Adolf Hitler School for Friendship and Understanding, and now something that's really wacky, Schooly McSchool Face. That's what we said on the air yesterday. Poor copy, madam. Oh my god. Oh my it's goodness. hilarious because she does it with the biggest news face ever. Well, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, uh, there's a few others that they didn't mention. So Flava Flav Elementary, <laughs> uh, Ignorance is Bliss Elementary, uh, Kim Il-sung High School, even though it's an elementary school. Uh, <laughs> Which is the funnier part there? I, I don't the know. The North Korean dictator or the fact that it's not even a high school? Just Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> Just Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, Rudolf Hess Primary, which oh my God. Rudolf Hess was Adolf Hitler's second command. He was one of the command. top five in command, yes. Uh, the third the Reich. the atomic bomb? Oh, man. Is that at the top? Uh, it's near the bottom. Oh, is it? Okay, uh, hang on. Dear. Well, the Vladimir Lenin Elementary School. Werner Von Braun Institute of Science and Technology. Who <laughs> Werner Von Werner Braun created the rocket part of the... Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Okay. I, I just love how they made it serious. Institute yeah. of Technology. <laughs> let's let's rename some Toronto high schools. So the, Lonnie Bow High School. <laughs> That's good. That's what I'm calling it. Schooly McSchoolerson, Schooly McSchoolerton. <laughs> all all the, Richard Pyre, Revisionist Elementary School. Raul Castro Elementary. Um, there's just, it's, yeah, it's good. It's Hank really Hill good. High School. Oh, here's my favorite. <laughs> Bleeding Heart Liberal Elementary. <laughs> Man, that's funny. I don't even care. That's hilarious. You know what I saw the other yeah, day? Yeah, I, I, uh, I attend BHL. Sorry. That, that made me throw up a little. I saw someone use the term left center. <laughs> what does that mean to describe their political views? What does they that said, mean? I think I'm I'm a left center individual. That means you're left. <laughs> no, no, they're, they're left, left of center. center. <laughs> Isn't that left? <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know. I mean, all right. So I, <laughs> so here's what you're gonna want to do. You're gonna want to go through that light. 
then go left, <laughs> left of center, of center. <laughs> and then uh, you're gonna you're gonna want to go right of center a little bit. You, you have the lefties, right? And then you have your real lefties. Yeah. Well, I mean, but there, and then you have your centers. It's always a kind of I sort of I sort of have your left centers. I sort of get it because there's like hardcore left, which is communist and then there's socialist and then there's just people who are socially conscious and then there's the center and, and then, then there's, there's the... I watched Bill Maher once yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like I get there's degrees of left but left of center is like you're left <laughs> stop it no stop yeah but someone who is really left would be like no you're center <laughs> yeah you're not as left as we are oh my god did you hear nah <laughs> nah nah forget it I'll save it for after. Adam was given strict instructions by my wife. He needs to be out by 2.30 today. Uh, yes, also Press that. Conference. Hey, uh, no, quickly before that, nope. thoughts on American Idol coming back? No, let's not do that. Um, thoughts care. on American Idol coming back? I don't care. No? No. I was trying to no. uh, heighten the happiness. YouTube replace the need for American Idol? I think YouTube is the, YouTube, the way YouTube does things now needs American Idol. What is American Idol? I've never seen that show. A bunch of... Wait, are you serious? I've never seen it. He knows exactly. He's being a shut up. Shut up. I don't YouTube think needs I, I should long form like content. You for Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. Oh, you, you you know what? You really need to watch it. Really <laughs> All right, fine. Let's do the press conference. The presser S D P. The Steve Dangle press conference. Um, I have three questions. They're pretty good. Bulbasaur Kifachu, who's always given us good questions. That is a great name. He says, wow. which player on the Leafs are you most likely to see at Cabana this summer? Hmm. Matt Martin and Mitch Marner. <laughs> That's not bad. Yeah. Because Marner's a local, especially. Hmm. And I, they wouldn't be doing anything bad. Like, I think they would just be no, hanging just, out. They, both of them would be wearing V-neck white t-shirts. Did you call it with Cabana? Quicksilver. Yeah, Cabana. It's the, it's the name of the, the pool oh, club. Oh, yeah, not... No, Cabana like Beach Club. Carabana. Oh, Cabana Pool Bar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that you hear on the radio all the both. time. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, probably Mitch. Yeah. Getting ID'd. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's funny Mitch, now. Mitch, Mitch and Matt, I think, would be there. They'd be wearing V-neck white t-shirts, and they'd be wearing Quicksilver shorts with flowers on a them, because, of course. Of some kind. And a wristband, and they'd have a hat on. And they'd just be hanging out there, and I, I don't think they'd be up to anything nefarious. Five hundred dollar cabana is to people. Cabana, is, okay. Do you know what a cabana is? Right, you know that it's a bed, a bar by the ocean. with a pool. No, a cabana is a like a bed by the ocean. Oh yes, but yes, uh, Toronto has a conflicted history with its waterfront because we used to dump all sorts of pollution into it. So everybody's sort of afraid to swim in the lake. Apparently, there was a study about the E. coli levels, and they're like the worst that this person doing the test had ever seen. <laughs> Really? Yeah. It's gonna take. Listen, yeah. we dumped we Dude, dumped some I, pretty rancid shit in there for about two hundred years. I it's gonna lived take a while. On the water, when I was a kid, I swam in Lake Ontario once. Yeah, and one time because I accidentally fell out of a boat. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, so you know, we we have beaches. I've been to them, but I rarely go actually into the water. Yeah, don't. I mean, you can in certain spots, especially out in like, no. especially yeah, you can by the island and stuff. It de- it depends on the. Okay, Steve I doesn't. Wouldn't. Steve doesn't, but Steve is also your grandmother. So I read a study. <laughs> um, on I haven't Facebook. I'm not Steve dead reads yet. One study on yeah. Facebook. <laughs> it's from a page. I shared that once. <laughs> it's from a page called "You Won't Believe It's Real." <laughs> and they're verified. They're verified, so they're real. Yeah. Um. Okay, next question. Question two of three. What's better, 
Oh, me. I'm only asking this question oh. so I can tell Cole that his question is dumb because there's an obvious answer. What's better, movie theater popcorn or white cheddar smart food? Movie theater popcorn. Adam Wilde. Movie theater popcorn. Thank you. Only reason I wanted to ask that. Smart food, it's weird. It's I like it. I like it. But it became this almost, I want to say like indie thing. It became it, it smart food is the cult movie of snack f- foods. Yeah. It is the Danny Darko of snack foods. It's I'm like, wait, when did all of you start to like this? When did everybody start to give me my smart food back? Like a few people made it their thing, like, oh, I demolish smart food at every party. And, and then everyone did it. And then by like eight o'clock, all your smart food's gone. And your breath stinks. Well, and you're just your covered. Hands. It's it is the one snack on earth that's messier than Cheetos. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. If there's things at a party, smart food is not the first thing. I'm, I'm like at least Cheeto for. will flake off. Yeah, mm-hmm. you get smart food gunk on your jeans. It's, it's there, there forever. You're doing yeah. it's, it's like a layer. You gotta all buy night. new jeans all night. Yeah, yeah all movie night. theater Anyways. popcorn. I will eat until I'm near death from dehydration. I just want everybody to know that smart food is awful. It's. Good, just not as good. Uh, final question: What is the best style of French fry? What is? What do you mean? Fried, sweet potato fries, mm-hmm. crinkly fries. No, McDonald's fries. There's so many different kinds of fries. Wedges. It depends what mood I'm in. You know what? Wedges can be done really well, but a lot of people just offer wedges because people like to order wedges and they're shit. It's just hunks of potato. No, I want a wedge. Mm-hmm. It's different. You got to put some stuff on it. Yeah, because otherwise it's just a home fry. Yeah. Well, and, and like you can't have a hard potato wedge. Oh no, that's what? undercooked. Yeah, yeah. You're a lot of a places undercook their wedges. <laughs> a lot of places undercook their wedges. Ooh. Um, What's your favorite kind of French fry? I'm gonna go off board. Because mm. I still count this as a French fry, although there would be some people that would would disagree. Smashed potatoes. You ever seen them? It's so basically you take those, you know those mini potatoes? They yeah. take them, they smash them, and then they and then they either fry them or they broil them. And nah. they they are crispy and unfreaking real. Is that smashed cow- potatoes? That's just a potato dish. No, but it's still I think it's yeah, it's I think it counts as a french fry. I think it does. Oh. I think it's its own thing. Yeah. So they okay, then you refer to it as a smash right, fine. hash browns. You know, can't? Because that would be my fry. next answer. Oh, boy. Are, are hash browns french fries? <laughs> They're not. They are. are. Hash browns, They're absolutely are hash browns fries. sandwich because it's like crispy potato crispy. They're hash not. browns are absolutely hash, Are hash browns no, Oreos? That's ridiculous. Are Oreos a sandwich? Are Oreos? Are yes. Oreo soup? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, best kind, of french fries, best kind of french fries? McDonald's. It depends on the mood. If I'm going to have totally french fries, depends. then I never order french fries. Ever. How dare you? Ever. I will have McDonald's french fries all day, all night. Uh, totally depends on the mood I'm in. You love poutine too, right? Nah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not a big... I'm not a poutine thing. guy. Poutine like is gravy. another thing that everywhere does now, and almost all places do it shitty. Yep. Yeah. It, it turns into lasagna. Yeah. And it's I like did. gravy lasagna. Yeah. yeah. Some places, holy shit. Um, that's tough. Yeah, it, it completely depends on the mood I'm in. I used to love curly fries as a kid. That's an unpopular pick. A lot of people don't like curly fries. Hmm. I don't know why. It's a fry and it's curly. That's it. I'm not a big fan. No? They're not crispy the same way. I need salt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need salt in my life. 
and I haven't had any today, and I'm angry. This is making me. This is making me very hungry. <laughs> it's a good thing I have a sweet potato to I'm eat after starving. this. I'm ah, starving. Yeah. You got, you got some kale and chickpeas on that sweet potato. I, I do, and I've got uh, some chicken that I made, and I actually am a pretty good chicken maker. I was at a restaurant the other day, and it said two dollars extra for sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and I'm si- yeah, I'm sitting there going, wait, are sweet potatoes more? No. Do they just, cost you're health more? conscious. Yeah. Are they harder they charge, to make? They charge for the healthiness of it. It's, it's healthy. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's still fried in the same garbage. Mm-hmm. And then you lather it in this in in this stepbrother's fancy sauce that they made. So good, though. Yeah. It's okay. They also just taste better. It's mayo-based. You're mayo-based. Yeah. I like mayo. You're late. You don't like mayo? Steve, we gotta go. Mayo can be made better, but SL is going to do it. She's gonna disown me. Seconds late. Yeah. Shit. Get the hell out of here. We love you guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs) Follow the guys on Twitter at Steve underscore Dangle, at Adam W Y L D E, and at Jesse Blake. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Brought to you by Panago Pizza. Order at Panago.com and stuff your face with deliciousness.